Hey, welcome to the Tuesday Show. I'm Ultra David. And I'm updating the topics on the side right now. He will say James Chen, how's it going when he's ready. <laughs> uh, today we will talk about the Street Fighter V beta. We will talk about some events that happened, including Ultra Gakushu Cup and Cup Top League and CEO Taku, etc. We will talk about upcoming events as well. We might ramble a bit at the end, but what we're going to start with is a couple of issues that we're going around Twitter today. Yes. And in fact, past couple of days, uh, as I said, just a, as an aside, this is our new format where we're going to do the sort of going through tournaments after the intro. Yeah, yeah. We just kind of want to talk about a lot of the issues yep. that are going on. Exactly. Talk about stuff that people. So, are so with about. that in mind, two two things I think have been really big on Twitter in the FGC the last couple mm -hmm. of days, right? Yes. One has been responsibilities and obligations of EVO champions, mm -hmm. and the other one has been commentary, critiques, grooming, commentators, all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, just like so. we're getting new commentators, having commentators improve, and such exactly. like that. So yeah. that's what we're going to talk about, but let's, let's go through that EVO champ thing first. Yeah, so in case you guys aren't aware of the story of basically, this is all predicated on just recently, Southern California Regionals happened. Kane Blue River, fresh off of his EVO win, was in Japan hanging out for a while. Yeah. And he flew back to the United States, landed in California, yeah. went to Southern California Regionals, but didn't enter Marvel, yeah. wouldn't play in any exhibition events. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was that the standard, the, the, the rabble rousers of Marvel the uh, the potsters of Marvel <laughs> okay. just started going in on him. Yeah, that's true. And basically said he was ditching people. What kind of Evo champ would not play? Travel all the way from Japan, come back here, not play, and uh, basically just started calling him out. Then it started snowballing to the point where on Twitter it was just basically let's dump on Kane Blue River. Yeah, day. yeah. Hashtag whatever jerky stuff you can think of about <laughs> Kane Blue River. <laughs> and that happened all of yesterday, pretty yeah. much. So, Kane Blue River has told his side of the story, said that he got there late, wasn't in time to register, didn't get as much practice as he wanted in Japan. In fact, he wasn't flying back for SoCal Regionals. Yeah. He, this, it just SoCal Regionals happened to be on the same weekend that he flew back. Yeah. A lot of people were mad because then he went to San Diego and played in the salt mines down over there. Yes. It was like, why would you play there but not SCR? You know, lots of this stuff going on here. A lot of people getting mad at him. So that kind of started bringing up the topic where um, F-Champ, King Rabble Rouser, <laughs> um, was basically saying as an Evo Champ, you kind of have a responsibility for your game, for your scene, and to represent your game. You should be playing, you should play in exhibitions, you should accept challenges, you should keep playing and try to keep your game alive because now everyone's watching you, right? And then Viscant posted this big long post on Facebook about it and all everybody just giving out a bunch of their opinions. And even today, a bunch of people started defending Came Blue River and was like, guys, stop it already. Like, K-Brad even came out and yeah. was like, dude, guys, enough is enough, okay? So, what, what did what did Viscant say? What did Jay say? So, Viscant, being able to speak from personal experience... Having won the first Marvel 3 Evo. Right. 
Uh, he said that he agrees with Champ in a lot of ways, that there is a lot of responsibility for an Evo Champ winner mm. to actually represent your game. Because now that you've won, you're kind of like automatically a spokesperson for the game. Okay. And Viscant felt that pressure as well. And uh, he felt that he needed to do a lot of those things. Okay. Um, and he tried. You know, he definitely did. He kept playing it. He was very involved in the scene. For sure. And such. And... Um, I have it up here right now. I can kind of do a TLDR and just sure. read the last paragraph that he kind of had here. So basically, he said, um, you know, the, the part of the drama has to do less with winning Evo because he was basically saying another reason why people dumped on King Blue Rivers because there's just a lot of negativity towards the guy, right? There's a lot of built-up negativity, whether justified or not. Yeah, you know, I mean, people have their opinion. I, mean, I think some of it is, but it's that's yeah, not yeah, even. yeah. That's not here nor yeah. there. But he kind of said a lot of people just have been wanting to say negative things about Nico, and then when some people started it, that was just kind of like, oh, cool, now I have this excuse. Yeah. Right? But he said that that's basically, you know, he's, he doesn't care about that, mm -hmm. right? What he said is that, you know, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll read his last paragraph here. Okay. Is that, um, you know, all you can do is just recognize how it is and just try to do the best you can. Should Kane have entered at SCR even though he wasn't going to do that well? Yeah. Uh, should should he have played some exhibitions? Yeah. Did he mess up here? Yeah. Does he deserve all the pylon he's getting on right now? No. He said all at this point all he can do is just let it pass and try to come back strong in the future. And he said that the first time that KBR and Champ play each other, whether an exhibition or tournament, is going to be mad hype. Okay. Because that is true. Huh. But that's basically where he's coming from. Okay. You know, so. Having established this, ah, oh, an ant, yeah, ant. It's ant country, yeah, okay. Having established all of that, what's your take on this whole situation? So, as far as the factual stuff goes, I spoke with Nico at SCR because mm -hmm. remember, he flew into LAX, not into Ontario, and so I went up <laughs> right, to him and I was uh, like, dude, why did you fly into LAX? It's uh -huh. like a million hours away, right, from mm -hmm. SCR mm -hmm. driving, it's like three hours in traffic. Mm -hmm. It's like flying into Philly to go to DC. Yeah, it's uh, really way, is. it's like way I, farther I, than I, I literally it. Google mapped it <laughs> to see how long it would take, and it actually that's exactly wow how long it takes. Okay, okay. okay. So okay. I was like, "What are you doing?" And and he told me that he had these tickets since the springtime. Mm -hmm. That he planned everything out way far in advance, and that this these tickets were from way before SCR was even announced as being mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on that weekend. Because remember, SCR was announced, canceled, and then last second had to get put all the way out over here. Right, so. exactly. He wasn't expecting it to, to be here at all. He just thought he would like come back to LA and see a couple people on his flight you know, from mm -hmm. Japan ultimately to Chile. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, okay, that, that's why he didn't fly into the Ontario airport. And I was like, right. all right, man, that's a legit explanation. Right. Like, you didn't, mm -hmm. yeah, fair enough. Um, and then he said that he didn't want to enter because he hadn't been playing Marvel almost at all, mm -hmm. and that it was seventy bucks, and he didn't feel that he could. That wasn't like a reasonable thing. He felt because right, right. he knew he was out of practice and mm -hmm. that he wouldn't do well. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, I I feel like that's both of those are like pretty understandable, right? Honestly, okay. okay. Um, not playing in casuals, I think, is weird. Did he not? Did he just avoid casuals? That's what I heard. Okay. I mean, okay. I I wasn't in those rooms or anything. Right, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what I've heard, and then he, like, refused to play against a couple of people, saying that he would lose. You know, um, and then 
going to another place to play casuals instead. I think that is kind of weird, but it's like not a big deal. <laughs> I guess I guess that's my view is that it's not it's not a big deal. I don't feel like he injured anybody. I don't feel like he really owes anything to anybody. Uh, he tried to commentate, so I mean, it didn't go well. But he tried to commentate, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know what? He tried to do something for the scene that weekend, and you know, it's not that's not his forte. Right. Right. So he got off, and I think like Kate Red got on. Yeah. 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 Um, but he tried to do stuff. I, I get why this can't and champ and people would say that there are obligations mm-hmm. for an Evo champ. Um, I sort of it seems sort of like when. It's like the baby version of like when a pro athlete gets really well known and like now they're a role model, mm-hmm. but they're like, I never signed up to be a role yep, model. Yep, yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you you can understand why they don't want to be a role model. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be. There's a lot of responsibility with that, and so I sort of support them in not wanting to be <laughs> role models. But at the same time, the the real fact is that there are people looking to you mm-hmm. as a role model, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you want it. Right. So it's this sort of dual position where I understand and don't think it should be that big of a deal why he wouldn't want to play. But at the same time, I get that a lot of people look to him to keep it up. I would love to see more of his team played at high level and right. see how, you know, there's a lot of interesting team developments going on in Marvel 3 right now. And mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see how his team stacks up over time. And right, right. I just think that sounds really interesting. Um, so I'd love to see him play more. And I understand why people think he should. But I guess I don't think he should. Like, normatively, I don't think that he should. Right, but right, like, right. Like, factually, it's probably an obligation. Right. You know, I was kind of thinking about it a little bit, too. Just kind of the effects that he has on... Well, first of all, you touched on this role model concept, right? Yeah. So, I agree with a lot of the critiques of Nico uh, from the role model standpoint. When you win a tournament like this, you know... All of a sudden, this is kind of going to touch into what I want to talk about, especially where he's coming from, striving so hard, putting the passion in there, practicing so much, and then he finally wins. He was very emotional, very passionate. He's kind of like an everyman who won the game. And when you do that, it gives a lot of other people hope when you defeat the gods, right? Or surpass the gods. Yeah. In fact, I even said that after he won. He Mm -hmm. gave me hope that... Uh, people didn't need to play the style that... Look, I love to watch Ray Ray, but uh-huh. I know that his movement is off-limits for me. Like, I just... <laughs> I can't learn it. Right. Like, I just don't have the manual uh-huh, dexterity. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I, I can... In fact, I used to play Kings most of his team, right? right. Like, I can, like I, it's reasonable mm-hmm. to learn from me. I'm not going to do it. But, like, it's <laughs> physically speaking possible. So right. that, that gave me hope for other people who like the strategy of Marvel but don't have execution. I that was, thought that was awesome. Yeah, so the thing for me, though, is that I kind of threw this at Chris G at one point in time. And so I feel like it's only fair for me to throw this at, at Cane Blue River mm. as well. Okay. So Chris G showed up on Live on 3 before. He did a bunch of interviews, and he was terrible. And he really did a bad job representing the scene. I remember that. Right? And I had a talk with him one time, and I was like, you have to realize you are in the spotlight. So you have to represent the scene well. And he's like, I don't want to be a role model. And I basically said to him, if you don't want to be a role model, you can suck like the rest of us. 
you know, it's kind of his fault that he's a role model because he's winning. And when I say that to, to, to Chris G, I can't really just turn around and be like, you know what? Nico's cool. You know? enough, yeah. So I feel like he does have a little bit of responsibility. Okay. Now, the thing about it is he hasn't said he's quit Marvel. Yeah. In fact, the only person who said that is Champ. Mm. Right? Yeah, okay. And Viscan even pointed that out. He's like, even Champ is kind of guilty of what he's accusing Nico of, right? Because Champ's like, there's no money in this. I'm going to play Rising Thunder, right? Mm -hmm. So um, he's not quitting it. It's just at that particular moment, he's jet lagged. He's not feeling well or whatever like that. So, you know, yes, it's not as big of a deal. But Nico does have to understand he's at the point where he is... He is in the spotlight now. And he kind of is an everyman situation. In fact, I almost kind of want... Like, I really wanted to read up on this and what the reaction was from the people, but I didn't get a chance to. Okay. But winning Marvel was kind of like the Chris Moneymaker moment of poker. So, World Series of Poker was all the pros. Yeah. Chris Moneymaker won it. And I don't feel like a lot of people gave him the credit after he won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and he was I, some rando. Yeah, and then he struggled really hard to prove that he wasn't a rando afterwards, and he kept entering tournaments and not doing as well and stuff like that. And I just don't feel like the poker pros gave him the credit that he kind of deserved for winning that okay. event. Because it's, you, I mean, yes, poker's a game of luck, but it still takes a lot of skill to get to that point to be able to win. He bluffed out Sammy Farha and all this stuff. If you guys watch poker, all this uh, history and stuff like that. But he kind of ushered in the new age of poker. And so I feel like he, Nico kind of might even be in that position right now where he might even be ushering a new age of, this, of, of Marvel 3. But that's if he keeps playing and keeps trying and such. So, but like I said, I, I feel like he's in that same position right now where just the other pros just don't want to give him credit. And that's why they're all just kind of dumping on him now. And so that's really, really kind of unfortunate. So... Yeah, I'm sure that that plays a, a role in it. People yeah. think that, I mean, he's he's always been called random and that he gets by with armor and you know, people are, people <laughs> Hagar assist, yeah. yeah people uh, complain about like Hulk Hagar. You know what I mean? Like in a game with like zero Dante yeah. and Virgil Doom, they're uh, complaining yeah. about Hulk Hagar. Right? Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's good, mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. but it's like, come on, folks. Um, Everybody's doing random stuff in that game. That's that's how it works, even really good players. Right. So, I mean, I think that his play is really awesome. I, I always look forward to seeing him play because mm -hmm. I like that style. It's a style right. that I uh -huh. feel like a connection with. Right. So I would love to see him play more, and I hope that he takes a break at home and recharges mm -hmm. and that he comes back around the world and, uh, and keeps playing. Um, if he doesn't, though, do you think that that results is there any downside is there any negative for the scene that if he were to just like up and just quit he's out of here see folks yeah <laughs> i mean it would be kind of sad not that i expected because i mean he kind of is a people's champ in a lot of ways i mean you saw in the evil crowd when he won how many people were happy for him and yeah. how many people for cheering for him i think the like i said the most salty people were just all the pros <laughs> yeah i really um, think that, that was part of it yeah so, I mean, it would be a shame to see him go, because I know a lot of people root for him, a lot of people cheer for him. And, you know, it would be a shame for the game as well to have one of the champions just kind of be like win and disappear, because 
you know, I, I even I even you know was sad. For example, let's take this to a Street Fighter level and a less controversial person. Okay, Shiza. Ah. Shiza was a great SoCal player. Yes. Uh, Alex Vai trained him really, really well. Yes. He became super good with Chun Li. He was one of the best footsie players that we had in SoCal. Got to top eight at Evo. Yeah, he had played the game for like two years or something. Yeah, uh, he barely played. Like, it. got instantly good. Yeah, and after he got top eight, he quit. Yeah. He stopped playing. Yeah. I saw him another year at Evo, and I was like, "What happened? Where did you go?" And he's like, honestly, after I got top eight at Evo, he's like, I just didn't think I could go anywhere anymore. So I thought that was just the best I could do, so I stopped. And I was like, that is, that's such a shame because he had huh. so much potential, yeah. so much talent. I, I was really sad about that. And so if Nico quit, that's kind of how I would feel. I would be like, this is a shame because you can represent this paradigm of the game. You know what I mean? This big body team. Yeah. And, and you're a strong player. And not only that, but because he worked so hard and he achieved the EVO championship, he's kind of representing like a like a dream, like the every man's dream for for fighting games. You know, like, hey, if Cambridge River could work this hard, travel the world and yeah. do all this, so can I. And then if he just wins and quits, I just think that would just be kind of a weird, a weird cap to the story. You know what I mean? It would be a weird end to the story. I don't know. Like, how do you well, I'm not sure about the everyman thing. I think mm -hmm. that there is that perception, but I also think that as a matter of reality, I don't think that what he did is available to like almost anybody. <laughs> I mean, really, like he, that guy traveled around out of a suitcase for a long time, yeah. and he like left his life to go play fighting games, yeah. and uh, you know, caught like upset his hosts, and like it was a lot of. Mm -hmm. A lot of drama attached. Yeah, to it that. was, and almost nobody would do that. Mm -hmm. Who else? Who else can you even think of who's like ever done that? Right. I don't know. Nobody. So I, I'm not sure if that every man thing is <laughs> is so appropriate. Although it, it does give that impression. Mm -hmm. um, so I, as as far as whether that's part of the connection that people have to people to to Cambly River, maybe. I just I'm not sure that that is real. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, if he were to quit the game, it's... And again, I don't expect it. I'm just, just a hypothetical. Right, 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 right. right. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really think it would come with much downside, with many negatives for the scene. I feel like that scene is um, in a good place, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't feel like it's dying or anything. No, I feel no, like it's no. at a place that it will be at for the next several years. Mm -hmm. They'll just have this core group of people, which is not even a small group of people. Like, nine, <laughs> right. like uh -huh. 900 people at Evo or something <laughs> played in the, in the game. I know. Marvel's dying. 900 yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, people who are Marvel players are doing a lot of other stuff now. Yeah. They're they're making their content and they're, mm -hmm. they have their own sites and they have, um, you know, their own sort of, their commentators. Like, it feels like they're sort of building right. a little society of their own. And I, I feel like not having Cambly River in there, or not having any one person, not just mm -hmm. KBR, right, right, right. not having any one person, is not terribly injurious to, right, right. to that setup. So I, I don't really see that it comes with with any big problems if he, you know, him not playing at this tournament and any other ones as well. Okay, let's, let's, let's flip this a little bit here, okay? Let's take K KBR out of the equation here. A lot of people have also been talking about, like, the look is really bad, that it's starting to look toxic because of all these people. T 
talking smack about KBR. There's been a lot of this, like just previous to this, there was a lot of smack talk in the anime community to Tenryo involving like the like being a community manager uh, or whatever yeah. like that. There was there's just a lot of like there's been a lot of venom lately and almost feeling like driving people out of the community and stuff like that. And you know, FGC is FGC. We've always been very brazen in our conversation. Yeah. We've always been very you know upfront about the way we talk. You know, and there's all these talks about going esports and should we be nicer? Should we stop trash talking? Blah blah blah. Do you think they went too far? Or do you think it's fine and that's just the way that we kind of are? I feel like I've seen this a million times. <laughs> it doesn't feel new in the slightest. Yeah. Um, it feels like something that's happened to many people, really. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of examples. And I feel like going back to, like, when I first got on SRK in, like, 2002, <laughs> I feel like it was already happening sometimes. Right, right, like, people uh, would argue online, and online was just this one forum. Right. It wasn't, uh, like, uh, really was Twitter. Right. Um, but they would get, like, ostracized from this forum. <laughs> and then you wouldn't hear from them again. Don't you remember that? Yeah, no, well, absolutely. So, I mean, the first thing that's popping into my mind right now is Watson and DSP. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff, yeah. Drama, calling people out. Yes. And such. So. so I don't think that there's anything new about that. And it's not even, it's silly to say it's just fighting games. Everybody mm -hmm. does. Like, every scene does this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Mainstream sports do yeah. this. Did you hear about the, the kicker in college football who cost his team when you uh, didn't hear about this. Mm -hmm. So it was at the very end of the game, the very last play, uh -huh. and the snap comes to him, and he's uh -huh. supposed to kick it away, and he fumbled it, and the other team got it and scored a touchdown, and they lost. Okay. And he got threats, and he oh, got yeah, all this, yeah. just uh -huh. absolutely, get him out of the game, right. he should be gone. Very vitriolic, toxic stuff. Dude, it's not. But that's how things are. I mean, it's then that sucks, but that's just sort of in a lot of scenes Dude, and communities go, it's not fighting go games play only. football in Europe I mean seriously some of those guys when they mess up in a, in a World Cup match or something like that like they they have to fear for their lives like that people have been killed yeah I mean obviously that's very rare <laughs> right yeah, but that's I mean not that's, only the case, but that's the extent that it can yes. go right so yeah I mean I'm kind of with you on that like Look, those guys are going to call out. I mean, it's sad that everyone found the opportunity to dogpile all at the same time. But it's like I said, the problem with it was is that he's had drama in other areas. Yes. And I don't want to, you know, sit here and talk any about any no, of that. No, really. Really. So that just kind of allowed a lot of people to dogpile on him. This camp basically said it perfectly that it was just like everyone else was like, oh, they're talking smack. This is my opportunity now to make it not seem like I'm a jerk. That definitely did happen. Right. And so it's unfortunate that that happened, but I don't think it's going to change. I don't think we're going to try to police it like, guys, stop talking smack, or we what, can't. What can you do? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just going to keep happening. It is part of the kind of the personality of the FGC. It's like I said. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think it's just FGC. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, from my standpoint, I just hope that it gets, it doesn't get to a point where it really, really can affect someone in a very serious way. That's the only thing that I'm worried about is that Cain Blue River is a very emotional person. Mm. Very, very emotional person and this could probably affect him more than other people. I say this as 
a very emotional Fair person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I if I was playing Blue River, I'd I'd basically be curled up in a ball in a bed right now, yeah. and I just wouldn't even be doing like I would just like try to shut myself off from everything because that's just how I am. So I do feel bad for him in a lot of ways, and I do I, think I that the the dog piling was really just it was overdone. It was overdone, but. Yeah. Again, like you said, I don't. I don't think it's. Go- it's been this way forever. I don't know if yeah. it's going to change. I don't know if it's going to stop it. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't. really think so. SG Fighter made a comment like, sh- you know, cameraman. He was like, should we have a players union or anything like that? Oh, I don't know if that has. Did it did that have anything to do with oh. the KBR stuff? Oh, I don't know actually. Oh, I thought that was a separate thing entirely. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. That, I, That's what I assumed. I. For you might be right. Re- I, for some reason, I kind of thought, okay, well, okay, never mind. Because I'm not really sure how that would have any impact on, on this. <laughs> okay, okay, never mind. I, for some reason, I made that Do you think it would have an impact? Would it change how this went? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really think don't, so. Because well, the thing is, if there was a governing body, there would be people to be, be like, stop this. You're making us look bad. You know uh, what I mean? Kind of a thing. So. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Even if there were, I don't really see that having much of an okay. impact okay. unless it was like really draconian like <laughs> you know nfl commissioner level right, right. control which is mm-hmm. just never never gonna happen right yes i'd love to have a players union no doubt about it but yeah, i think okay. that's a separate issue but that's that's for more like contracts and prize monies and stuff like that okay 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 gotcha gotcha okay that probably was a completely separate yeah reference then okay okay but yeah um so i don't know i, I hope this just passes i hope this passes i mean this is just Filipino champ's latest target right now. Well, I mean, he's yeah. had like a different target constantly. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, I mean, I do think it's a mistake on Nico's part to not keep it up. Mm-hmm. He has a realistic chance of getting sponsored from somebody who will, like I know he's on Team Black Eye and he talked about it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have to think that there's like a possibility that he gets like big, not Nobody gets big sponsorship money <laughs> in the FGC, but, you know, that he could get something that's more helpful to him. Right, right. Because uh-huh. he does have this sort of lifestyle of traveling around everywhere and living out of a suitcase, and it's, I imagine, very tough. Um, so I feel like he is giving that up mm-hmm. in not continuing to play and in uh, not maintaining a presence. Right, yeah. I feel like that is a mistake, but... Uh, you know what are you gonna do? It's not my call. Yeah, I mean, so uh, apparently on uh, on Reddit in the Marvel it's like a lifestyle, yeah. In the in the Marvel forums, people are talking about doing a five Evo Champ round robin event. You know, having this camp play against Flocker, Justin Champ, and KBR, and have like a round robin event. I mean, if that's the case, if that's something that wants to happen, yeah. I mean, I hope he keeps playing. Yeah, and I hope he keeps up the practice. Even Viscant said he was like, "I'll get destroyed, but I'll practice for this." Yeah, you know? that would be very so, fun. Yeah, it would be really cool. So, okay, well, um, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right about, you know, he, like I said, dude lives out of a suitcase. Out of a suitcase. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the way he gets around may not be the most honorable way, and a lot of people you know, have criticized him sure. for it and such like that. Yeah, I mean, is it is it a long-term strategy or is it, right. you know, is it responsible? I mean, those are... <laughs> I mean, probably not, but that's it's not the same question as right. the stuff that we're talking exactly. about. So. Exactly, so... It's up to him. I just, I would, I, again, I think that he's giving up an opportunity 
of more sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Oh well. And then that would change a lot of what how he's managing to right, go about I mean. a lot of things. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's about about it for that. Yeah, that's the, the that's it for that. So um, the other topic that unless you want to take a break right now or what do you want? Yeah, to let's do? take a short break. Okay, no problem. When we come back, we're, uh, the topic that's been a lot of people talking about is commentators, you know, how do we help them grow? How do we get more commentators? Because I guess an issue at CEO Otaku, a lot of people didn't like some of the commentators, and so people are criticizing and all these things like that. So okay. uh, when we come back, we'll dig into that. So be right back. Aha, welcome back to the Tuesday show. So the next topic, as you can see to my right over here, is about commentary. Mm -hmm. Commentary. Um, we'll talk about uh, sort of grooming commentators and critiques of commentators. But how did this issue come up? You know, a lot of people just, they started talking about commentary and like people complaining about commentators and having them, you know, forcing them off on streams and such and getting them replaced with other commentators. And, and then it just kind of got to the point where it was like, like I know some people like Clockwork was saying like he's like like most commentators I listen to are bad. Clockwork does. Yeah, uh, and and just people were just talking about the fact that commentary is really there's not a lot of great commentators out there. Yeah. <laughs> and people are saying it's a problem right now because it's really hard to become a good commentator because yes. the way to become a good commentator is you just have to care to be a commentator, right? Because one, most people who start commentary are not getting paid for it. Mm. Two, they're gonna get shit on like you can't even humanly imagine yeah. because they're new commentators, yeah. right? Even old commentators get shit uh -huh. on a lot, right? And so, and then three, it's just, there's no incentive for them. You know what I mean? I think four is that there are not many opportunities it's not realistic for somebody mm -hmm. to travel around the country going to different tournaments if there's not something financial in there. Right. Uh, and so, you know, you stick to your local area and you just don't get that much exposure. You don't mm -hmm. get to commentate with many different people. It's like anything else, you know. Uh, in getting better, you have to practice and you need to practice with different people to, like, get a feel for it yourself even, let alone mm -hmm. just them. Mm -hmm. um, but that's hard to do. If you're just in your area, yeah. So I, I think there's a lot that makes it difficult to learn how to commentate. I mean, look, you and I were super lucky, <laughs> super lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We happen to be in an area where commentary was well, where streams we're, were starting, right? Exactly. And we happen to be asked, and we were doing it when there were no expectations. Mm -hmm. And so the mm -hmm. fact that we sucked, <laughs> yes, fact. Fact. Uh, didn't even matter. Right, right. We, we kept doing it. And, you know, we sort of learned it, right? Yeah. But um, still have some ways to go. But certainly at the start, we would not... If, if we started nowadays, nobody would accept yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the hardest things, honestly, is that because there are some people who are established now, like... I don't like if people out there want to get rid of us. I they're stuck with us. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if that could happen at this point. But you know, it's like you said because we're lucky. We've gotten kind of ensconced into this. And yeah. another thing too is that both of us kind of are willing to give up the competitive side of our that's career true. at this point in time. And so that's one huge and, and factor. Right. 
that's a huge factor. So a lot of people who are good commentators haven't been willing to do that yet. Yes. And in fact, a lot of the problems, for example, like at CEO Taku, right? So a lot of the times the best commentators for the anime games are also the people who are in top eight. Mm -hmm. And it, that's kind of a problem, you know? That's kind of an issue. And then a lot of tournaments, they don't even plan for commentators. Yes. Like, they don't even schedule them. They literally just say, like, here's an event, here's a stream, and then while they're there, they're like, who can here can commentate? Let's That's bring true. them on here. You know, they don't even plan for commentators. That's a mistake right away. I feel like that is sort of going away now. Mm -hmm, it's, it's mm -hmm. At least more. It's still there, but starting to go away a little bit, which is good. Right, right. Um, yeah, certainly a lot of players are very good at, pr at, at least providing insight. Oh, the ant. What do you just flick it? Yeah, <laughs> like trying to pick it up all daintily. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I just didn't want to flick it into that? your keyboard and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Fine. Okay. 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 Uh, I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> uh, said something. Damn, people on the stream. What? 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 what, what oh, you were saying that it's kind of going away now, right? That that problem is going away. Yeah, but I was moving on. I don't remember what it was about anymore. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so the question now though is how do we groom new commentators? They come on the stream. Look, I can already name at least four or five people probably right now off the top of my head that I know tried commentary and quit because of how venomous the response usually is to commentators, hmm. right? And that's going to happen to everyone. And so I had a conversation with SuperFX on, on Twitter, and he was just like, the problem is that most commentators are getting paid, so there's no motivation for them to do well, right? If they get paid, it would be better. But I was like, the problem is every commentator starts at free events. Yeah. And so if they get this vitriol, because he was like saying the pay problem is worse than the vitriol problem. And I was like, the Oh, as far as dissuading people? Yeah, uh, oh, dissuading okay. people. And I was like, the problem is you can't get past the vitriol problem to get to the point where you can get paid. You know what I mean? Because you have to start free, it feels like, at weekly events and such. You know, there's a lot of good people who have started kind of locally in their area who have made a decent name for themselves. I can think of, like, Bay Rudy from mm -hmm. Canada. He's really, really good. Uh, OAR Raff is really good from the Texas area. You know, a lot of these people kind of are on the up and up. And I know, like, for example, Steve, you know, even though he's in our chat, you know, I, I feel like I have to be nice to him because he's here, but, you know, he's, you know, he's doing a decent job, I guess, with Rip and such. Yeah, because you know. he stole my whole shtick. <laughs> <laughs> ultra Sejam, is that what he is? He's Ultra, ultra Steve? Yeah, but here's, here's the thing about at least a couple of those people, though, is mm -hmm. that it's not that they were just asked to commentate it's that they had youtube channels and that they mm -hmm. were willing to mm -hmm. berudi has a bunch of stuff where he's just like narrating himself playing and like talking about right. it and he's like inviting people on to talk about it uh steve did the same you know it's so it's not that the only place to commentate is at an event you can certainly practice elsewhere right and almost nobody does that but i found that <laughs> At least some people who I know who have done it, I think, have turned into good commentators. Not yeah. that everybody will, but I do think that that's a good way to practice right. to sort of get you up to a level where somebody else might want you to commentate mm -hmm. their event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, look, there have been countless, countless times where I'll be watching a Killer Instinct stream or a Guilty Gear stream, and 
I don't know the games as well as a lot of people out there, but I would love to commentate those games, yeah. right? And so I will, and even Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat X, I did the same thing. So I'll actually have the stream, and I'll mute it, and I actually just commentate to myself, even in, even in my head. I I'm do, not I even do doing it. it out loud, yep. but I'm just trying to think what I would say in these situations, yep. you know, and I'm watching it, and, I'm, and there are times where I'll be trying to do it in my head, and I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm, okay. I don't know this game well enough. Okay, yeah. and, you know, I'm Fair like, I'm, I'm not good enough for this game. But, but yeah, it is something that I'll probably, even Marvel, even Street Fighter a lot of times when I watch it. Sometimes I'll be watching streams like washing dishes, and I can't even hear the stream anyway because water's running. So I'll just commentate in my head while I'm doing that, you know, in the middle yeah. of chores and stuff like that. So, yes, I'm Chinese, so I don't use the dishwasher, so leave me alone. So... But, um, oh, it's false. I do use the dishwasher as a as a drying rack, like all Asian people do. <laughs> it's like damp in there, though, right? No, you leave it open. You don't oh. close it. You just leave it open. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just a drying rack. It's all. I don't even have a dishwasher, so you're you're fancy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I just feel like a lot of people also jump on there because they want to do commentary because they think they can do commentary yeah. because they think they can be hype and funny yes and they jump on there and it's way harder than they thought how often have you seen a stream where somebody has to leave go to the bathroom or something and then it's just the one person and they're and they just stop talking yeah uh-huh I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah. It's just, it's hard and to And sometimes be. the person goes to the bathroom and you pretend to talk to them because the camera's not on you. And then they turn the camera on you to expose the fact that you're literally talking to an empty chair. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, I appreciate it if that happened. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Um, yeah, a lot of people end up talking by themselves a lot. They, yeah, so that's, that's just sort of an example of how it can be difficult to be in those situations for the first time or even the tenth time. It's still uh -huh, like weird. Uh -huh. How do you fill the space? What do I talk about? Mm -hmm, Should mm -hmm. I be talking? All these things. That took a while to figure out. Yeah, yeah. A while. And it's not stuff that you figure out right away. So it, it's important for everybody who wants to commentate to understand right. that stuff, I think, and to sort of game plan for it in advance. Right. To right. think ahead a little bit about what could possibly happen. Maybe you do end up by yourself on stream. <laughs> Maybe something bizarre happens in the, the game. The video goes out. Maybe the video goes out and you gotta kill time. And you yeah. have to do radio play by play. Maybe you have to hop over the table <laughs> itself and jump over to the uh, actual player's desk and commentate like that. I mean, you have, to, you have to sort of think about what you would do in situations. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I think that a lot of people don't see that when they first start. Yeah. But they find out very shortly, you know, very quickly. Right. The, the, the hard part is that I actually agree with a lot of the people out there who think that they, be, they can be amazing commentary when something hype happens and for good matches. That's like 20% of your job mm. as a commentator. 80% of the job is not hype moments. That's true. And filling space. So it's not how well can you do commentary during the hype moments. Yeah. It's how well can you do commentary during pools, during downtime. That's a big part. During between matches while yeah. you just have to sit there. It really is. I mean, we've gotten good at rambling. So, you we know. have an entire two-hour show dedicated <laughs> exclusively to that. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, I mean... But honestly, the practice has helped. Yeah. The, the, uh-huh. Us practicing on this show has definitely helped with our ability to, to talk about <laughs> stuff. To each other, lead each on other. Yeah. So at, at SDR, uh, we, were, we, were, we wanted to go live. Uh-huh. And the stream producer didn't want to go live yet because the players weren't ready. Shahai was playing Grand Finals with right. KOF, and mm-hmm, so we had mm-hmm, to wait for mm-hmm. him. And you and I were like, come on, man, like, let's, we'll just, we'll talk about stuff. We can do it. Like, right. Uh-huh. Put us in, coach. Like, like, we can literally talk for 20 minutes while Xiao Hai is playing the yes. entire grand finals. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. It's better than looking at a nothing screen. Right? Half the time when they finally start the match, we're still in the middle of, like, going through brackets and talking about stuff. And we're always like, okay, okay, we'll come back to the rest of the brackets later. Like, you can, we can talk forever. There's plenty of stuff to talk about, but, yeah. but. You don't figure that out at first. Mm-hmm, it's something mm-hmm. that you, you get good at later. So again, I, I, it's, I, it's very important to have commentators be able to get chances yes. at, at locals. Or if you, ha- if you think that you're good and you want to send in the highlight reel to Evo, which they always ask for, yeah, uh-huh, you, can, uh-huh. you can do that as well. I mean, it's not like there are no opportunities. Uh, but it, it, is, it is really important that it's not just like, you and me and like three other people traveling around to everything. It's important to have <laughs> right. local commentators and people who can get some practice and get some feedback and right. all that sort of stuff. And not only that too, but it's important to have the different styles as well. Like you and I, we have a very specific goal. We have a very specific style. We try to be as professional as possible and stuff like that. But then you have all these other, like for example, the IFC Yipes, right? Yipes, super hype commentator, super fun guy to listen to. Yeah. Persia is trying to do a lot of the informative stuff yeah. on Marvel. Let's talk about Z, right? I mean, Z is probably, I would say, in my opinion, the funniest commentator there is okay. out there. Even if some of the, the jokes like <laughs> make me go, no, no, don't say that. But you know, I, yeah. I laugh out loud the most when, okay. I, when I watch Z, for sure. So, you know, I like the different styles. Of you know course, what I mean? I like the way that is. Yeah. And so we need to get more commentators. We need to groom more people. And so one of the main questions that came up in this conversation is how do we give useful feedback to the commentators? So a lot of people were, have been broken by the, by the vitriol from stream chat and from, you know, our Kappa threads and stuff like that and everything like that. I've almost quit commentary a few times, right? But the thing about it is, um, I've taken a lot of the hate, and I will try to extract the truth out of it. Yep. I will try to extract the truth out of it. As painful (laughs) as it is. Yeah. You know, I will extract a lot of the truth out of that. And when they say something, they usually have at least a decent point hidden in a... I, I hate him, he sucks, kind of I think you're right. shield. So there's a lot of things that I have stopped doing in commentary because of some of the hate. Yeah. And it's made me a better commentator, I think. I feel I think you're right, I, I, so. I really I really agree. That certainly happened to me too. Right. I remember an example is that in maybe like twenty twelve I decided that I hated Marvel Three. Remember this? Mm-hmm. But I was yeah. still commentating it. And People, I remember on streams and feedback and whatever, people would say, he doesn't know the game. It's, like, very obvious. Why is he commentating? <laughs> and for a while, I was like, oh, the haters, you know. <laughs> but then I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know anything about this game. Right, so right. I actually got back into it mm-hmm, in, like, mm-hmm, 2013 mm-hmm. or something. I forget the years now. Right. It feels like forever ago. Uh, I got back into it and I relearned it and I really felt an improvement in my Marvel commentary. Yeah, I yeah. really felt, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I don't even know if other people did, but I really felt it. 
And uh, the reason that I came to that was by seeing people being jerks about it. Right. And, uh, like, uh, and, uh, uh, and few people would say something in a, in a sort of nice and constructive manner. It was rare, if ever, to see somebody say, you know, here's some strong points that I think he has. He needs to learn the game better. Here's another problem that he has. Here's sort of my reason right, for right, it. Right. That's very rare. So you have to, you have, to, you do have to navigate the negatives. You you do have to to navigate the stuff that's phrased meanly. I mean, you have you have to parse that stuff and try to find the little nuggets of truth in there, and at the same time, ignore the things that are not truthful because there as much helpful criticism as there is in jerkiness uh-huh. it's also just jerkiness there's just right. people who are like being jerks about it and you sort of have to figure out which one is yeah because i like i said i mean i i have like this is not going to make any sense but i have this conversation about like like super mario maker right okay the thing that's making super mario maker bad right now is laziness mm-hmm. is that people are lazy so they just build hard stages or they build autoplay stages and people are lazy so they can only beat the auto stages so those are the only ones that are right well same thing comes when it comes to trying to be noticed in the stream chat and trying to be funny the laziest route is to make insults or just repeat what somebody else said Mm. right which is usually an insult (laughs) and so Sometimes you just have to realize it is what it is and not get affected by it. And like I said, this is something I've had to deal with a lot because I am a sensitive person and I'm very harsh on myself. So I've had to navigate this a lot, you know, and and, and such. So, but what would you tell aspiring commentators? Like how, how can you, like if they are getting really hurt by some of these comments, how would you help them? How, what would you tell them? Like, stick it out, guy, you know, <laughs> like, what would you tell them? Yeah, I think that's basically the advice is, is to, if, if it matters to you, mm-hmm. if being a good commentator matters to you, then you do have to just stick it out and put up with it. It's something that happens in any public role, regardless of what it is, not just fighting game commentary, not just video game commentary, right. but sports announcers and mm-hmm. being a well-known player and being a celebrity, even if you don't want to be, even if you're like some hesitant actor who like doesn't want to be in the public light, like you're still going to get it. If you're like a Kurt Cobain or something. <laughs> well, I just... It, he, didn't want to, he didn't want to be as famous as he got. Yeah, it's, well, it's so. the case with a lot of people. Right. Uh, but, you know, you still get negative attention, so I feel like there's just a level where you have to be you have to manage it you have mm-hmm. to figure it out i'm not the best one to ask about this i think i think this is much more your realm because uh-huh. i i'm way too overconfident every time i hear about your stories of how you and your brothers treated each other i totally get that really? does that make sense <laughs> Dude, well, because the thing is, the, the environment that you grew up in, I think you have to be... <laughs> really? I never thought about you that. You have to That's be funny. a little bit more steely. So when we when we went to SCR, uh-huh. um, the bathroom is one of these bathrooms <laughs> that has the light on the outside yes. of the bathroom. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I immediately said, oh, these bathrooms. I hate these bathrooms. These were the bane of my traveling existence uh-huh. when I was a kid because my brothers and I would always turn the lights off. <laughs> For when everybody, anybody else was in that bathroom. <laughs> they're trying to take a shower. They're trying to take a dump. Whatever it is, you turn it off. Or maybe you flick it on and off. <laughs> you know? 
I went, and when you walk out of the bathroom to go lie back down in bed, maybe somebody has wiped their butt on that pillow. <laughs> that was like a legit possibility. You didn't know, all right? So you just, it was just a... This is why, like I said, I never I thought th- about. I feel like, like that's why you can. Yeah, I feel like that's why you have that ability a lot more than I do. That's funny. I never really thought about it like that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it, it's true because like, that's just a. So you actually kind of. <laughs> I mean, look, we're we we like each other. That's just we're. Dude, you guys get along well. Yeah, we get too. along really yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, you hurt the ones you love, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the way it comes yeah. down. So. <laughs> But um, okay. So oh, one man, of the things, the, one of the, the one time I was, <laughs> I, I opened up my DS because we always used to play Mario Kart DS, and I found, <laughs> I found a wrapped up piece of dirty toilet paper <laughs> on, on the screen. <laughs> oh man, it was. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway. yeah, I so guess that probably does build confidence. Really <laughs> about that the one, the one thing that you hinted on that, <laughs> that, that I that I really kind of wanted to to, uh, to to address. Also, if you really want to get into commentary, so one of the advantages that we had getting into commentary is that I really felt like we wanted to get into commentary. Yeah, that's true. We had a goal. We were like, you know what? We want to do this. We want to teach people. We want to try to be more professional. Yeah. We want to welcome newcomers and stuff like that. We kind of had this thought process like, this is what we want to do. A lot of people who jump on commentary just want to do it because they just want to be on the stream and to talk and make funny jokes and stuff like that. If you are going to sit down and um, if you are going to try to be a commentator, you really have to want to be a commentator. And you do have to realize it is going to take away a lot from your playing. And you are going to have to... I mean, dude, people don't even think that we've played. Right. That's where it's at now. People don't even know where we used to be good at fighting games. Time was. I mean, you know, neither of us was ever, like, some Justin Wong type. Right, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were were never never top players. We were gatekeepers. (laughs) We were the gatekeepers. I won tournaments, all right. Yeah, so did I. I won tournaments. But I'm just saying, like, we were at that point where we were always a threat. But then Vi would always win. Oh, you yeah, know, usually. You know, yeah. Uh, that's not true. I've beat him a bunch of times. Then. <laughs> but anyway, that didn't last very long. Right. And, uh-huh. and, uh, that, and I know that that time has passed. So the fact that I know that that time has passed, and then I, I, I as a result, I've sort of put myself more into commentary. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it's always been important, I think, for both of us to help other people learn fighting yeah, games, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were uh-huh. writing facts yeah. 15 years ago. You were writing the Zangief Bible on Shoryuken.com. Yeah, right? I mean, so. that's just, it's stuff that we always like to talk about and like to do. And mm-hmm. I never thought about it before, but maybe you're right that there is a sort of difference in what people mm-hmm. want to commentate for nowadays. Right. Maybe there is, a, maybe that's a difference and maybe people are not willing to put up with the negativity for just to entertain people. I don't right. know. Yeah. I never really thought about that before. That, that's my advice. If you go do commentary and you get the hate, if you want commentary, if you want to do it enough and you feel like you are a right person to do it, you, 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 you power through the hate. Yeah. That's just really what it comes down to. Because the reason why I wanted to do commentary is because I was obsessed with system facts. 
I knew right. I had all this knowledge. I knew how all the game system worked. Right. Hated hearing people talk about things that weren't true, that were incorrect. Ironically, now I even said this to Dasabro on Twitter today. One of the unique things about fighting game commentators is we're literally commentating over a whole entire weekend, like the entire mm -hmm. day. Dude, you get tired. Oh, well, you don't yeah. get much sleep, and sometimes there's an unexciting match on stream. Dude, there is a 99.99% .99 chance that you are going to say something incorrect. Yeah. Or, or say something that will at least piss off somebody on the... Like, everyone on the stream will hear one thing that you say that will piss them off. Or be like, whatever, this guy doesn't know anything. Yeah. Like, it's impossible to avoid. Yeah. And so, it's... it's yeah, it's, it's rough. It's a rough thing to do, and so you have to want it. Basically, you have to really want it, not for for a genuine reason, for a good reason, and that's why I do it because I want to teach people, right? I want to educate people, even though I might get a bunch of things wrong these days. I've gotten a lot better about saying stuff and being like, I think. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah. I, I'm not sure about because I used to just be like. You, you always talked about like it, it, that, that factor where you're just like this is the, the situation and you're like so confident but yeah like I can't do that anymore I can't do that anymore because I, I made too many mistakes and yeah a lot of people criticize me for being wrong all the time that's one of the things I changed now I'm a lot more hesitant to make you know like well I thought I would, one thing that I like that you do is that if you don't know you'll ask yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you don't need to know everything right right that's something that I figured out as well mm -hmm. Because I used to think that I didn't need to know everything. It's good to know a lot. I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. you have to know a lot. But you don't need... Nobody knows everything. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, there's it's just impossible. too many little individual situations in, in different games, and even within one game, to know mm -hmm. everything about it. Maybe you can know a lot, but everything is a stretch. So right. that's something that you have to deal with and know how to combat. My way of doing it, typically, is if I'm not, like, 99% sure, I just won't talk about it. <laughs> right, yeah. But I, I like that you ask... Like, did, what was is it, it because this, yeah, this, uh, I think that's was good. that interesting, was that a true block string? You I know? think that is good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, if you're an aspiring commentator and you want, and it's something that you really want to do because you feel like it's a talent of yours, I mean, it could be for, I, I'm not saying that you have to be altruistic and be like, I want to commentate to help the people. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Like, if you want to do it because you think you're good at it, like, if it's a big ego trip, but you think you're good at it, by all means, go for it. But it's just has to be something that you want to dedicate yourself to do you know it's like you were saying like Viscant would be a great commentator but he's not done playing yet so he he's smart enough to realize that he can't focus on commentary if he wants to keep playing yes you know what i mean so he's still playing so he's not going to do commentary right well i mean he does it sometimes but not as much yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's not, not his focus right yeah. but if you are a person who are you're thinking to yourself i really want to commentate this is what i want to do then you have to realize that maybe you have to sacrifice some other areas. Yeah, I, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about how a lot of good players are good commentators or could be good commentators, mm -hmm. but they don't practice it. Mm -hmm. You know, look, K. Brad, the first couple times he commentated, I didn't think he was very good. Mm -hmm. But he's been doing it quite a lot lately. I think he's gotten <laughs> a lot better at it. Yeah. I really think he's improved at it. He's funny, he's, he has info. Um, Dude, I think you tweeted at him or tweeted at someone that you love the the audience interaction stuff he that does he that does that so well like he plays rock paper scissors yeah with the with the stream chat yeah and that sounds silly but it's it is a really good way to interact i think that's awesome yeah so engage and people he, and he stuff, came yeah. up with that I, yeah i never thought about that so yeah. i think that it, 
you know, that's that's really good. It's not just him. There are other people as well. But there are people who I think limit themselves from being good commentators to be players. I'm, I can't say I would make a different decision if I felt like I could still play. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. But um, but that's what it is. You know, mm-hmm. you, you sort of have to pick one or the other mm-hmm. or not be great at either. Right, right. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking that as well. Justin is a great commentator. Justin is good. Because he knows the mindset so well. and He's so good at explaining why you would do something or, or why he would make a decision at that point. I think he's gotten better at that. Yeah. Um, he was not great at that at When he before. first... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he has definitely improved. Yeah, sure. but he's too busy playing right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, always, yeah. He, he's always doing well. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. But in any case, yeah, so... Any final thoughts on the commentary stuff? No? 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 What do you want to say about it? No? You're, you, you really were talking about commentary and all this stuff and you have no words? I don't know what to say. You have no, no comments on I'm this? I'm not sure thing. what to say now. Really? Really? Mind if I go to the bathroom and leave you sitting here? You can just talk. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just go, you know what, you know, here's the, here's the thing. Get up and go to the bathroom and I'll do what everybody does on stream when you do that. Just get up, you know, go on stream. That's what everybody does when they're by themselves on stream. All right, I'm back here. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's commentate like how other people do. All right, we're, uh, we're over here at Southern California Regionals commentating. Yep. Look, here's, here's something that I, that I don't like that very few people, or that a lot of people do. Okay. They don't look at the camera. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Why? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know what bugs me the most? is that Keats pointed out something that I do during commentary that he really dislikes. And I haven't been able to stop it. Yeah? Like, I don't like it either. Okay. I, I hate it too. Okay. But I still do it all the time. And I'm not going to say what it is because as soon as I do it, everyone's going to notice that I do it. So I'm not going to say it. But he said it, and, I, and I, I'm like, you're right. I'm going to stop. And I, I just haven't been able. It's one of those verbal things. It's yeah. like the um. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, some unknown reason. I'm not sure what... <laughs> for the seminal reason. <laughs> for seminal reason, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. Anyways, okay. All right. I hope a lot of other people get good at commentary because there's a growing need for it, mm-hmm. and there are many opportunities for it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, why can't be at everything? Neither can you. Right, right. And it sucks to turn tune into a stream where they don't have. A commentator. Right. Like, look, look, let's put it this way. We were both kind of sad we didn't get to do a lot of commentary at SCR. Mm. But Vi is kind of in a tough position because he knows he can't get us as often as he used to be able to, right? It's a little bit harder, so he's grooming Steve and Rip to be his main commentators. Yeah. That's a smart thing to do. Of course. That's an absolutely Those smart thing to do. It's sad for us because we want to do more commentary, but, you know, it's a smart thing for him to do. Yeah. I'm not going to speak. Everybody should be... Uh, yeah. I'm not going to be here and be like, stupid Alex, he should have put us on because we're better than that jerk Steve and that jerk, you know, Rip or whatever. I like, mean, I feel like I was commentating SCR anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there were true, two of true, me commentating true, SCR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that they're both really, really good. Yeah, yeah, there, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, so. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's enough about that. Yeah. Do you want to take another break or shall we just jump into news? Uh, let's take a break just okay. for YouTube convenience. Okay, no problem. We'll be right back, guys.
one one last thing about commentary is uh, talking about Magus there in the chat just made me think about it. Um, it's it's hard to keep it up over time. You know, Magus was really good, and I wish he had kept it up and mm -hmm. he had taken it more seriously. He did only for a brief while, right? Take it right, seriously, right. and then he went back to doing work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's it's hard to travel around a lot mm -hmm. all the time. Not even that many players do it. I mean, more players do it now than than used to, but it's it's still like not the majority of people or anything. It's it's just it's tough to do it financially, and it's tough to do it in terms of time and <laughs> to give up, you know, vacation days, whatever else. It's right. Just, it's hard to maintain, really. Right. So, I mean, like, for example, we're doing Capcom Cup, and then the next weekend is NEC. The weekend before that was Thanksgiving. It's just like, there's no free weekends, you know, there's just, it's going to be a busy time, and that's what happens. I mean, this whole month, I've been scrambling to find time to do a bunch of stuff. I mean, was even talking about streaming, you know, until dawn all this time, and I'm not going to be able to do it until November, because the beta came out, so and i got to stream yeah. that, so... Anyway, that was one last point, but let's let's talk now about tournament results from this past weekend. Yes. There were some good ones. Oh, there was a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Yeah. There was a lot there was some of good stuff. Events. Yeah. So let's start with the Ultra Gakushu Cup. Right, which was a Capcom premiere event that took place in Japan. Ultra Street Fighter 4, of course. Really stacked. It was really stacked. Really stacked. Super stacked. Yeah, I mean, I saw the pools beforehand, and, and the each of the pools, A through H block, were you know, potential major tournament top eights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, like, they were uh -huh. they were very, very stacked. So it was really interesting to see who got out of that. You know, the sort of top eight. Well, let's talk about top 16 because it's, like, sure, it's sure. just so stacked. Let's do it. But who, who got in there? So 13th places were KOK, Evil Ryu, MDR, Rufus, Pugera, Ibuki, Storm Kubo, Hugo. Okay. 9th places were Nishikin Blanca, Yosan Jury, 6, Poison, I'm 6, Fudo, Feilong. Wow. Okay, okay. Fudo hasn't been doing as well recently, has he? Yeah, I feel like he's just sort of off and on. Right, right. Yeah. I think it's been that way for a while. Okay, okay. Um, seventh places were E.G. Momochi Ken and F.G.C. Dunhill with Sakura. Wow, fifth. Momochi in seventh place, okay. Yes. Fifth was T.T.L. Shinba, Abel. Fifth also Inko Rufus, who's been really doing really well. Mm -hmm. Very good player. Speaking Fourth, of doing well. Kita Senju DJ. Winners side top eight. Yep. That's how we started it out. Mm -hmm. It was insane to me to see how many amazing players were at this tournament. DJ. So I didn't get to see any of his play. Did you actually get to watch a lot of it? Oh, I watched the top eight, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, but, I mean, he's in Topanga Ailey, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, what's he doing with DJ? Like, nothing too crazy. <laughs> just He's just playing really solid. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah okay. he's, like, okay. not... He doesn't, like... And reinvent the character or anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He just has good spacing and timing. Right. Good mm -hmm. mix ups, you know, to the extent that character has it. So, yeah, yeah, he just knows the character really well. He does. So, there you go. Okay. Third was Rokun Seth. Mm -hmm. Second place was B.E. Nemo Rolento, winner R.B. Bonchan. Sagat. Bonchan's on a roll here. Bonchan is on a roll. But because he's already qualified for the Capcom <laughs> Cup. Because he won SCR. That's right, just recently. Mm -hmm. That means the second place, aka Nemo, qualifies for Capcom Cup. Awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, know, Everybody right? should be happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody who doesn't like 
memorable, right? Like, why would you not like that? Right, right. It's just, it's exactly. such a unique style. And of yeah. course, the character lets it be unique, but even among that character, there's nobody who plays it the same way. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I was on Twitter, I even saw people who I know as good Rolento players uh-huh. saying that they've seen Nemo, like, at this tournament or at the casuals before or after, uh-huh, uh-huh. doing juggles that they've never seen before. <laughs> like, like weird ones it was like roll <laughs> then juggle focus attack then like juggle something oh, else right, it was like right. some bizarre situation Dude, my favorite comment was from you actually that one time you're like I literally counted how often he blocked yeah. in this one match and it was like once yeah <laughs> it was insane he woke up with Stan Short and like every other everything else right, uh-huh. so very unique style it's awesome to see that he's qualified for Capcom Cup yeah, definitely absolutely. deserving one of absolutely. the best players absolutely but yeah, I mean that's that's a that's that's another one of those bloodbath tournaments. There, lots of strong players, but Bonchan. I mean, what what do you think of Bonchan right now? He just is so good at all of the aspects <laughs> of Street Fighter. I mean, his spacing is just so so good. There was one round, I think it was in this tournament, or maybe it was Topanga. It actually, might have mm-hmm. been Topanga, where he was playing against Uriyo Chun mm-hmm. and. Chun Li has like fifty percent life, and then Bonchan and Bonchan is like, I, he's like getting low. Mm-hmm. He finds some space and he starts throwing the fireballs, and he killed her with fireballs, like just <laughs> from two thirds to three quarters to full screen range. He was just dominating with he fireballs. Was like, hmm, ST Tiger. Like tiger. yeah, um, and he was so good at dancing around when she would have Ultra One mm. Charge. And just right. I mean, he's just so good. So. Yeah, I don't know what else to say other than that he's just amazing. I yes, every every part of it is down. I think, yeah, right? I love it, and I I wonder how much of it also has to do with how happy that he is being sponsored by Red Bull now. You know, I mean, because that he wanted to get sponsored, he tried Indeed. very hard to get sponsored. I was actually told, I, I mentioned this I think on a previous stream that it, that uh, someone had mentioned that Daigo like convinced him to like you know, lose weight, change his looks, mm. and all this stuff like that, you know, dress differently and stuff. Apparently it was Tokido who told him to do that. Okay. Because Tokido apparently is, like a, is a gym monster now. Yeah, right? I can see that. So, yeah. So, Bonchan definitely worked for it, and he's got it, so I'm super happy for him. So, now he's with Red Bull, and he's able to travel everywhere. Yeah. One of the best players, super fun to watch. And and the other thing that honestly makes me really happy about Bonchan is that He's doing this with Sagat, who everyone said was destroyed in the game. Yeah. And it makes me happy to see that, look, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's not great. I will totally acknowledge the that. Character, but yeah. obviously he could win tournaments. Right. So there you go. So, right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, also okay. this weekend, CEO, CE, I always want to call it CEO Otaku. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's like saying pin number or ATM machine. Yes, right? it is. It's CEO Otaku. There you go, CEO Otaku. Yeah, CEO Otaku happened down there in Florida, which was very cool to see. Um, the fact that, obviously, mostly, almost entirely, it's anime games. Traditional anime games. Maybe Marvel doesn't count. Right, right. right. Marvel was there. Um, but it sounded like it was a super it successful great. event. It yeah, sounded great. Yeah, I have... saw a lot of really strong feedback, really great feedback mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From, from people. And it's Dude, very cool. Yeah. By the way, CEO Jabali putting up that page with all the Twitter links on there talking about how fun CEO Taco oh, was. Oh, yeah. Genius. Yeah, it's good. Genius. He's a good marketer. That's, that was, I saw that and I was like, Dude, 
people need to do this more. Yeah. People need to do this more. You know what else was awesome from a commentary perspective was the couch. Did you see the couch? <laughs> yes. It's like yeah. it's so simple and it's like doesn't cost you anything to make that other than you just if you already have a couch then you're fine. Right. You probably have a couch. So it, it's it was a it's a unique take on it. I mean you know, it's, it's it a makes, joke, right? It but makes me think everyone needs to do a better designed commentary indeed. section. Exactly right. A more thematic commentary exactly section. Because right. now everyone's just doing table with that black cloth on yeah. it, monitors, and that, that and, the, and the little thing in the back, right? But now all of a sudden it's like, maybe... That was can, a step up. Yeah, that was... That, I mean, it's funny that the joke caused them to step it up, but... It's just something, see, it's one of those things that we all get used to. Like, yes. this is just how it works. And then when you see someone do something like that, you're like, this is, that's not how it should work. It should be like this. So, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. It was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very cool. Super happy. Sound like, um, like I said, a lot of the players had fun there. It was a success. And Jabali's already basically confirmed CEO of Taku 2016. Nice. He wants to make it bigger and better than ever. There's been some people like who are like, oh, he's trying to come in and take over the scene or whatever. Dude, everyone, everyone in the anime community wanted TOs to step it up for their game, and now when someone's doing it, they're like complaining. Dude, just just be happy, be happy. It sounds like a long well. Don't worry, be happy. I mean, I you know, Bailey and Rick and everybody made an opportunity for people, right, but it right. sounds like the communities themselves came through. Exactly. You know, so, so that's that's okay. really good. So how are the results with that? All right, well, let's talk about gear. Guilty Gear Extra Design. Top eight was Oso Elfelt and uh, Zenak with Faust. KB Nova Bedman, Dot Nova Potemkin, which I watched a little bit. Mm, I saw one match. Someone linked it on Twitter and said, I you saw really wanted us to go over that match yeah. on stream. It's just a blow up. Yeah, I watched it and I was just like, holy, holy Totinos. I was like, that was so amazing. So, um, yeah. It was cool, but you know, you got fifth. Fourth was Elven Shadow Faust. Third was Faulty Defense Sin. I th he was oh, impressive, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. Uh -huh. I mean, I don't know the game very well, but he seemed really good to me. Mm -hmm. But second place was Kazunoko Soul. First place, Dogra with Sin. Mm -hmm. yep. So Japan came in. It didn't look like it was much of a competition again. Yeah. Japan kind of blew everyone. Like I said, I got to watch them. I was away from home all the time. But it's just amazing to me that I can be in a theme park and watching a tournament in Florida on my phone while standing in line. There's just something about that that's like future, man. 2015. It's you like, know. Ooh -wee. you know, yeah. I mean, obviously we don't have the auto dog walkers or the hoverboard yet, but we've got some pretty cool stuff. So that's tough. We don't have we don't have jackets that dry themselves yet either. Yeah, What's that about? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Two hours, two hours. That's you know what? Someone said this on Twitter and it was like, it, it just made the whole thing seem really weird. But they were like, after tomorrow, the entire Back to the Future series will have taken place in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and when he said it that way, I was like, ooh. That's weird. It's kind of weird. That's so. weird. You know, I looked into renting a Marty McFly uh, outfit for Back to the Future. Oh, like Halloween like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, well, like uh, Marty McFly Jr. Uh -huh. It's so expensive. Is it really? Yeah, oh, because everyone's everybody doing to do it. it. Right, everybody else right. had the same idea. Right. Uh, I mean, no surprise. But right. yeah. Anyway, so but I'm not I, doing it. But like, I think it was uh, it was my friend Jason who was actually commenting that it's so weird because like, if you think about it now, when we watched the original Back to the Future, 
kind of the point of it was to show how different things were between 1985 and 1955. Right. right? And they how were. crazy, like, you know, oh, I'll take a Pepsi free. Well, well you can. Uh, all right, then I'll take a tab. Well, you haven't ordered anything. You're right, like stuff yeah. like that. But we're actually at the point right now where that movie, everything they do in that movie, is as weird to us as how it was supposed to seem in the 55s. Because how many people on the stream right now even know what a Pepsi Free or a Tab is? Like, that was a joke, literally, in there, right? Even the Jaws 19 joke. Like, mm -hmm. how many people really know about Jaws at this point? Well, right? I don't know, maybe, I don't people know about Jaws. Yeah. But, you, but you, know, you know what's funny is, you know how they go to the future and... Like the Cubs win the World Series. <laughs> yeah. But like the Cubs actually made it deep into the yeah, playoffs this uh -huh, year. Uh -huh. And the Mets are doing well. Like I thought that was really funny. Right, but right. But yeah, in any case. Anyway. So totally anyway. straight off topic. I feel like 1985 is less different than 1955 was for 1985. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of see Just that. Just because like music and dress and all that stuff. And is cars. Like, not as like different. cars is kind of the same. Traffic, driving. Whereas back then like cars were very... Even in 1955, the whole concept of how cars worked and stuff like that were just kind of different. Yeah, so, I think, yeah. Anyway, so okay. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so BBCP extend. Mm -hmm. Top eight. Tectal East Side with uh, new Moo. Uh, it's like I always have to count it in my mind. Uh, psychotic with can. Carl. Yeah. yeah. Because well, I don't, I couldn't do it. I don't, I, like, you're counting the, the alphabet, basically? Alphabet, gamma, delta, oh, okay. Zeta, I mean, is it the same thing as English, Iota, where Lambda, Mu is, is Mu Blue, is 13? I, dude, you know what? And Nu is 14? Cause God, I, I've played two versions of this game, like, semi-seriously, and I can never Dude, remember. I don't, I have no idea, so, yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> Anyways. Fifth place was Goichi, or Go One. 3151, uh, as well as DTMI Don Hikari. Uh, fourth place was Huey253 from SoCal. Yay. Third place was Xie Plus, James Xie. Second place, again, Dogura. And first place, uh, Yoshiki. Both of them apparently using uh, New 13, but Dogura also had a Jin as well. Uh, James Xie used Platinum, and Huey used Bang. It's, it's, it's right, Mu 12. Right, Mu 13. Under Night in Birth. <laughs> Seventh place was Reeker with Chaos Seven. and Psychotic with Orie. Fifth place was Giuseppe 2DX with Gordo, as well as MX Kusanagi with Yuzuriha. Fourth place, I'm surprised I got that right. I always want to call her Yuzuhira. Uh, fourth place was C Lim. Is that C Lim from uh, NorCal? Uh, Seven C Lim? I thought he was from Canada or something. Canada, I meant. Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, how did I get. I don't know. Anyways, it's been a long week. Merkava, third place with Argenrost with Waldstein. Second place, Waterloo, Hilda with Hilda. And first place, Goichi3151 with Gordo. Yeah, that was, I watched a little bit of that. Oh, um, cool. Okay. That, that was really good. Shoutouts to the, the characters that did make it, because I feel like oftentimes we don't see Wald that mm -hmm. much anymore. Mm -hmm. And Merkava, same. Um, but they did really well. And it's cool to see... Argonrost up there too. I didn't know he was still playing the game like that. I remember he was playing a lot earlier, but I didn't know it was still right, still a thing right. for him. But clearly he's doing well. Shoutouts. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Goichi winning. Not a huge surprise. Yeah. And then for Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, seventh place was Yoshiki with Kanji and Chie. 
Uh, seventh place was BSA Havoc versus the World with Minazuki. Fifth place was Corn Axis with Ken. Fifth place was also Magatsu LV with Toru Adachi. Fourth place was D Link. <laughs> what? D Link Lord Knight? Okay, you're just laughing. I'm oh, just no, unrelated. D Link, Lord Knight, Margaret, and Mitsuru. Third place was Raderick with Margaret and Naoto. Second place was Tectal Each Side with Rise. And first place, Mr. Banana Ken, Jose Lera, Jose Iera, I should say, mm -hmm. with Shadow Labrys. There you go. Mm -hmm. Good stuff there. Melty Blood, actress again, current code. Seventh place was Shea with C Neko and Mech. Also, C Mech and Hisui. Dude, this is gonna be fun. Seventh place is Mad Scientist with F Akiha Vermilion. Fifth place tied was D League Lord Knight with H Kohaku and F Archetype Earth. And fifth place was KOM Inso with F Na Na Nanaya Shiki. H Red Arcuid and H Archetype Earth. Fourth place was Greats with F Archetype Earth. Third place MX Kusanagi with C H and F Aozaki Aoko. And second place was DOD Butt Free. Is it supposed to be Butterfree or yeah, that was Butte Free or what? Yeah, yeah. uh huh. With C and H Nanayashiki. And first place, once again, Goichi3151 with F and C, Tono Akiha, as well as C, Arkuayad, Brunstad. Apologies. Arkuayad, Brunstad, kill me now! You have to say it in an Austrian accent. Oh, man. Guilty Gore accent plus R. Fourth place was KB Nova with Zappa. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, minus Dono got uh, seventh place with Eno, and Nope got seventh place with Soul. Fifth place was Elven Shadow, Frosty Faustings Elven Shadow with Faust. And fifth place was also Skeletal Minion with ABA, or ABBA, I should say. <laughs> Fourth place was KB Nova with Zappa. Third place was Simeon plus R with Slayer. Second place, Dogra with Robokai, and first place, Kazunoko Order Soul. So okay. they swapped around over that yep. time. So. Yeah, nice. Okay. I got you, Eternal Star. I got you. Um, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax, seventh place. DoD Butterfree this time. Okay, there you go. Butterfree okay. with Rentaro and Enju. And seventh place, also tied with, was Tsutenshi with Kirino and Dokuro. Dokuro. Fifth place was Kirito with Kirito and Isaiah, Isaiah, and fifth place was Korn LOD, the mighty LPZ with Rentaru and Kuroneko. Fourth place was Waterloo Hilda with Selvaria and Alicia. Third place, MX Kusanagi with Kirito and Enju and Kirito and Mashiro. Second place was Beans Gono with Akira and Dokuro. And first place was Goichi with 3151. Jeez, did he not win? Did, did he win everything? With Sh with Shayna and Enju. Well, I think I can take it from here. Okay, go for all it. Right, I just, uh, <laughs> You're letting me do all the Japanese ones. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> go. <laughs> Alright, so Skullgirl's second encore. Which I did watch a little bit of, actually. Uh, 240p Medic. What? Uh, you alright down there? No, I'm fine. Uh, Parasol, <laughs> Cerebella. Then Socks, Eliza, double Cerebella. 
Shade Money with Parasol, Fukua Philia, Chaos Muffins, Fortune, Eliza, and Solo Fortune. Sick. Um, XGN McPeanuts with Double Peacock Big Band and Peacock Big Band. Hirokuni with Parasol, Fukua, Cerebella. Second place was Cannon Black with Parasol, Double Fukua. And winner was CR Kill Sage with Fukua, oh, nice. Double, and Squiggly. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, Fukua is really fun to watch. Yeah, I am. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Marvel. Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3, mm -hmm. to be precise. Seventh place was Flux with Zero, Virgil, and Dante. Wow, okay. Seventh place also was STBG Dr. Salt with Felicia, Doom, and Hammy. Nice. Good stuff. Fifth was DK Roach King with Magneto, Doom, and Phoenix. Fifth, also Mini Boss, Doctor Strange, oh, wow. Virgil, and Doom. Yeah, he was the. I didn't know he made it out there. Okay, yeah, cool, that, was, that cool. was cool. Asian Demon with Wolverine, Doom, Wesker, Wolverine, Doom, Virgil, Hagger, Doom, Wesker. Then third was Flocker, Zero, Virgil, Hawkeye. Second was IG Full Schedule with Viper, Doom, and Annie. Winner, VS Marvello with Nova, Doom, Strike. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Did you see when. Roach King beat Flux. No. I guess no. there's beef. I don't really know what the story is. But, okay. Uh, he popped off after the... So when they even sat down, mm -hmm. Roach King was like giving the eyes to Flux, like giving him the actual mm -hmm. stare down, you know? Mm -hmm. Like not like I'm smiling right now, but like an actual like stare the, down. Like the pre-UFC stare down kind yeah, of thing? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And then Flux tried to return, you know, the, mm -hmm. the glance. It was all awkward. And then uh, Roach King won the first game and he popped off, you know? Anyway, he ended up winning the set, and his pop-off was to do, like, the daintiest bow and curtsy. It was awesome. <laughs> There's something, like, very disrespectful about doing, like, a fake curtsy, I thought. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, like, I got it, I got it, I got it. It was funny. Arcana Heart 3, Love Max, third place, Lost Ark with... Lost Ark Purify Weird Soul with Fiona. Second, Sushi with Clarice. Sec uh, first was Greats with Dorothy. Okay. Sav. Fourth was S.A. Felicia. Third, Hagare with uh, Gallon. Which one is that? That's that. Um, Gallon is Talbane. Talbane, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Second was Sonic Spear 64 with Allbath. That's Rikuo. Yeah, right, yeah. I got mm -hmm. that one. Um, first was Rikir with QB. Okay. All right. Aqua Pazza, Aqua Plus Dream Match. Lost Art Purify Weird, Weird Soul with Sasara Marian. Second, Beans Gono with Oboro Satsuki. Then Goichi, first place. Chizuru Marian. Okay. Chaos Codes. Third place, Miller2B <laughs> with Rui. Second was Martial Law KOF with Vane. First was Greats Kagari. Greats had a good tournament. Yeah, apparently so. Greats yeah. had a good weekend. Catherine. Third place, Kirby Lover69. Excellent. Second place was CJ. First place, Dasubro. Yep. And then Yadagrasu to round it out. Third place, Martial Law KOF with Jet. First place, Lost Ark Jin, Crow, Nick Cool, with Hina. Yeah, I will say one thing. Now that Zero has lost in Smash Brothers Wii U, Dacid Bros. Catherine streak may be the longest in all competitive gaming first place victories. Undefeatedness. Really? Do you not know about his obsession with Catherine? No, I know about oh, it. Okay, just... okay. Yeah, he hasn't lost in a long time. So. All right. Good work. Good work. So that was CEO Talk. Like you said, it seemed like it went well. Yeah. Happy very, to see that kind very of Very happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very, very cool. Cock Talk League. So this is kind of like the Topanga League of Europe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they invite players, and they have two separate groups. Ultra Street Fighter Four is the game. 
and they got really good players again in these separate groups. Mm -hmm. So in Group A, they had well, I'll just tell you what the results are. Fifth place was Ken Pachi, Evil Ryu, Elena Jan Geil, then Holly Bell from Germany, who I did not know. I had only heard his name, but never seen him play. But okay. he was good, legit. Akuma okay. Ken Geil, third place Gagapa Bison, second place Valmaster, YP Valmaster, in fact, Chun Li, winner MD Luffy with Rose. In B, it was fifth place Kongster, then uh, Andreas, then Infectious got third, second place was Reinhardt, winner was Phenom. Okay. So then the third place had a playoff. This is all round robin. Mm -hmm. Third place had a playoff, and so they had to play against each other. That was Infectious and Gagapa. So Infectious, Hugo, Gagapa, Bison. Gagapa got to match point. This was the qualifying? Yes. Oh, it, was, it was first to five. Oh. And he got four games straight, dunking. Got perfects. Okay, mm -hmm. he was destroying Infectious Hugo, and he got down to the very last round, and Infectious was like ten percent away from losing, and won that round, won that game, came all the way back. Won five straight, basically. Well, it was a six to four final, I think. Oh, you had oh, to that's why you had to win by two. So he won six in a row. Wow. It was. I mean, it's up there as far as comebacks It's go, funny because I mentioned it in a tweet. I was like, because I had heard about the comeback, right? And I was like, so all these things happened this weekend, including a Tetris championship, which I really wish I could have seen. But um, I, 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 I tweeted about it a lot. And someone's like, oh, what was the Hugo comeback? And I was like, oh, it was a match between Infectious and Gagapa. And I added them, right? And I just got a response from Gagapa. I was like, please don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you know what happened was Infectious was playing super cautiously in the mm -hmm, first four. Mm -hmm. Very, very grounded cautiously. Mm -hmm. He started jumping a little bit more, and he started doing like meat squasher. Mm -hmm. He just played a little bit more... Loose. Yeah, and okay. he won, so I thought that was okay. good. Anyway, when it came to the final results, top five, fifth, fifth place was Reinhardt, fourth place was Phenom. Well, Reinhardt's the guy, Eagle Ryu. Then Phenom, Bison, then Infectious, Hugo. Mm -hmm. Third place, Luffy, second place, Rose, winner. Valmaster, Chun-Li. All right, good stuff to Valmaster. Good stuff. It's a shame. I don't know if he's going to be able to get enough points to make it back out to Capcom Cup. Oh, yeah? This year. Hopefully, oh, hopefully, he'll, be, hopefully he'll be able to make it. He's so a really we'll good see. player, so that yeah, would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. All right, well, I, that's a super cool event. You know, I wish that the same kind of thing happened in North America, but I, I'm happy to see it happen in, uh, in Europe. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's get through some of these other events. There's a couple of last events here, so uh, let's go through MLG finals. And actually, I kind of spoiled the results here uh, just a little bit because I forgot yes, that it happened just this heard, weekend. So yeah. Um, so alert. seventh place in Smash Wii U was MVG Rio with Ike and Scat with Mega Man. And I heard that was really cool because Mega Man apparently is not a great character, so a lot of people were really happy to see someone do well with Mega Man. Fifth place was the Reflex Wonder with Wario and LLL Mr. R with Sheik. Fourth place was Boreal Ally with Mario. Third place was PGE Sam with Pikachu and Samus. Second place, TSM Zero with Sheik and Diddy Kong. Yeah. And who did he lose to? Liquid Nairo with Zero Suit Samus and Dr. Mario. Yeah. Now, Nairo has been the player who's been on his tail this entire time, right? And so obviously when he won, he was ecstatic. But the interesting thing about it was that Zero did not look too upset to lose to him. He was—he looked almost happy. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, he was like, and he was like holding up his hand and everything. Yeah. It was and and I even saw him tweet. He's like, I'm gonna go rest now, and like I feel like this this was 
is weirdly really good for Zero. Like it's a weight off his shoulders. Right? Yeah, because I feel like he's been struggling with this for because he's been talking about like he's been stressed out, you know, he's been upset at himself, but to finally lose his streak. So if you guys don't know, he won I think fifty three tournaments in a row. Is that, that I was think I think that was what somebody said. That's why it was something like that. It was fifty something tournaments in a row without losing. It's probably second only to Justin Wong's Marvel two streak. Yeah in terms of ridiculous length. Uh, length of winning uh, and never losing a tournament. But, you know, when he lost a match at one of the recent tournaments, he said he was really down and he was outside, like, depressed and all this right. stuff. Like, it's, it's a lot to handle. It is a lot to handle. And to lose to someone like Liquid Nairo, who obviously is really good and who's basically the second best player in a lot of people's eyes, I feel like this is so good for Zero. I feel like he's just gonna relax now. He's probably gonna be able to take some time off a little bit, and then when he comes back, I think he might be able to find that fun again. That that he he likes the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So I hope he comes back refreshed, and I feel like he's gonna do better in a weird way because he might actually just be enjoying himself again and kind of have that weight off his shoulder. Very so, cool. Someone asked how long Justin's streak was. I don't know how many tournaments it was. I know it was like two years. I think it was three. Was it three years? I believe it was three years long. Yeah. That he didn't lose a tournament. Mm-hmm. And Every he, tournament he went to, he won. Yep. Including all the B4s and B5s and all these yeah. things like that. And who eventually broke his streak? Oh, he didn't go to B4. He went to, he went to B5. Okay. That's right, yeah, because Duck won B4. But um, who eventually beat his streak? Sanford Kelly. Mr. Sanford Kelly. Sanford Kelly beat him. Yep. Yeah. Just Three years of chasing Justin, and he finally did it. So. Yeah. Uh, Justin's streak, very impressive. I feel, and it might still be better than Zero's, just length of time is crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But Zero has had tournaments of 1,000 to 2,000 people. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. There are many more Fair tournaments enough. that people travel to now than back in the day. Back mm -hmm. in the day, you would not travel to that many tournaments. And a lot of the ones that you would travel to would, like, you would travel and there'd be like 50 people. <laughs> like I remember living on the East Coast and sometimes in New York, including mm -hmm. Justin, would come down. We would have like 60 people. Right. And it's, it felt big, but that was the size of it. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, there's an extra quality, I think, to Zero's streak that's just like yeah. depth of field that Marvel 2 didn't, didn't have. So. Both of those two are pretty impressive. But yeah. the craziest thing, I mean, the, you know, you're actually, you know what, you're right. Because Nairo was pretty much at every event that Zero was at as yeah, well. These right? are all huge tournaments. Because I was about to say, because like Justin had Yipes and Sanford Kelly like at New York with him everywhere he played. But like you said, that's not to say Nairo and DeBuzz and, and Esam and all those guys weren't at every single event yeah. that Zero was at as well. So... Hey, shout-outs to Nairo for pulling that off. Uh, he looked amazingly thrilled and happy, so shout-outs to him for basically, I mean, I don't want to call him the Sanford Kelly, but, you know, kind of hitting that position, wow. you know, chasing him and finally taking it. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, for Smash Brothers Melee, seventh place was Prince Abu with Jigglypuff and TGL Blea Gleo with Luigi. Uh, fifth place was TGL Drugged Fox with Sheik. As well as Effie Nintendude with Ice Climbers. Fourth place was Cog Wizrobe with Cal Captain Falcon. Third place, Tempo Axe Pikachu. Tempo Storm Axe Pikachu. Second place, Cog MVG Mewtwo King with Sheik Fox, Peach, and Marth. And first place, Liquid Hungry Box with Jigglypuff. There was one fox? And it was not even a fox main? I guess so. 
I mean, look, Liquid Chillin's at ninth, and Lee Martin's at ninth, tied for ninth, and both of them were Fox. But there wasn't a lot of Fox. That's so crazy. Yeah. Awesome, though. That's, that's very cool. Shout outs to Team Liquid. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Good, good smash picks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I really like watching Jigglypuff. Like, my two favorites to watch in that game are Jigglypuff and Ice Climbers. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah, okay. I really like Jigglypuff's movement and Ice Climbers. I feel like that would that would be like my grappler. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, See, I feel like that character is super interesting. That animated gif that you tweeted out of Wobbles doing that setup with the Ice Climbers was the most ridiculous onto thing I've ever seen. Right? Yeah, like, he jumps oh, off the stage God. onto the cloud so he can combo with the other ice. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. That was like this, like that, the feeling of having done that must have been like fantastic. Because you have to improvise that because you yeah. didn't know the cloud was going to be there until right when, like if the cloud didn't show up until Nana grabbed. And then you saw it and he just immediately jumped off, landed there, threw him over the edge and then just smashed it. It's so, it so amazing. Well, that was MLG. It seemed like it went well. Yep. They, they put out pictures of the stage, and, and it seemed good. And I'm happy to hear that it didn't seem like there were any big problems, because in the past, that has that has been a problem for MLG. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went to well, an event of theirs in Anaheim for Injustice, but Smash was also there. And Smash didn't have as many complaints as Injustice did, the well, scene, but I, I it heard, was there. I heard some people complaining about the stage choices. Like, okay. I heard the, the Lilat stage actually caused a lot of people grief. Because there were some stages that were allowed that I guess aren't normally tournamently now allowed. So, but I mean, whatever. It came down to Liquid, Nairo, and TSM Zero. It's like you can't cry fraud on this tournament mm. in any way, shape, or form. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Topanga League, uh, A League had some more rounds this last weekend, I believe. Let me see if I can yeah, see. Yeah, they have you. Uh, round three reasons. results. Uh, round four, I see round four results. Here. I think that's as far as okay. we got. Okay, so round four results. Well, but, I mean, yeah, right I now, the current standings are well, I guess Pepe Day and Kazunoko haven't played yet. So, right, okay. So they're at zero. Kitasenju DJ's at one and six. Oh, at that's, the that's rough, yeah. Tokido's at two and five. Michael Tan with Ken is at two and four, tied with Hagajin Zangief, two and four. Uryo Chun Li, three and four, tied with Dashio. Uh, with Seth, three and four. Momochi is in fourth place, four and three. Nemo currently is in third place, four and two. Bonchan, second place, six and one. First place, Umahara Daigo, six zero. Oh. So there you go. I, I watched a little bit of it, and uh, Daigo's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing really, really well. Is he? Okay. He is. Okay. Cool. Is. Good stuff. Aigijin's footsies are pretty sick, though. He's a really good game player. He, he uses focus in a way that's a little bit different than other people. He uses it in footsies more. Right. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, well those are things that happen. Do you want to take a break and then just finish everything off real quick, or do you want to just finish everything off? Let's do it's it now. Just, yeah, let's do it. it. Pedal to the metal. Let's yeah. do this. Okay. So upcoming tournaments. Okay. Upcoming tournament news. This coming weekend. Again, check this out at tinyurl.com slash FGC calendar. You can also follow him on Twitter, at FGC Calendar. In fact, he's doing this really cool thing now that whenever the weekend is done, the pinned tweet on the top is all the events coming up this coming weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's a, a, a really neat, neat idea. So there you go. But um, coming up this weekend, the biggest uh, FGC event this weekend is going to be Defend the North yeah. in New York City, which is basically, is it run, is it, is it run by Team Pi, right? 
or just a lot of the guys on I mean, on people there. from Team Five. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. But Defend the North is going on this weekend. A lot of players are going to be there. I, I already know, like, Justin Wong is going to go out there and such like that. So um, that's going to be streamed on twitch.tv slash teamspooky, okay. on NYC Furby, on Bifuteki, and on Nika KO. That'll be the third strike. Yep. And it's going to include pretty much every game under the sun. So if you want me to rattle off a bunch of letters, USF4, UMVC3, SSMB Wii U, SSMB M, MKX, GG Xer, KI, P4, UA, whatever, Injustice. Uh, <laughs> what? Inhabit Injustice tournament? Yeah, That's Injustice. Awesome. Uh, or as I say, IGAU. EGAU. Yeah, SGE, which is Gold Girls Encore, DOA, 5LR. Uniel, TTT2, SSF2T, SCV, CVS2, MVC2, VF5FS, BBCPEX, VSAV, KOF, X111, or XIII, and SF33S. The last one is on twitch.tv slash Nika underscore KO. Yep. And also, by the way, ah, that's right, that wasn't in the news section that I saw, but shout-outs to Bifuteki, okay. who I heard is now basically the man behind Apex. So Apex is coming back up, oh, yeah? and Bifuteki is running, running it. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, so they're doing a whole reboot and kind of a rebranding of that tournament. So. Okay, cool. Shout-outs to Bifuteki. Yeah. All right, also coming up this weekend is the Milan Games Week. Mm -hmm. That is coming up in Milan, Italy, a 256-entry cap. Um, it's for a Street Fighter 4, I believe. Yeah, let me see. And I know it's a CPT. Is it a ranking event? I or? think it's a premiere. I know a lot of people are going. I heard a lot of, like, I heard K-Brad's going to be there. I heard, if you check the SRK ranking Twitter, he tweeted out a bunch of people that are making it to Milan. Okay. And so there's a lot of good people going out there. Yeah, Capcom Pro Tour arrives in Italy. Um, yes, Defend the North is in New York. Sorry, I, yes. I think I forgot to mention that. Um, let me take a look. I can check the Capcom Pro Tour site. Oh, I'm oh it is a premiere yeah, event. It's a premiere. It yeah. is a premiere event. Okay, so yes, a premiere event capped at 256. Should be pretty cool. Should be pretty cool. That's a cool place to have a tournament. I, I don't, I don't know too much about the Italian FGC. I'd love to know mm -hmm. more, but. Yeah, well. So that's going to be on Capcom Fighters almost in def uh, almost for sure, so as a premiere event. Also coming up this weekend in Orlando, uh, in the, on 661, I guess on International, Orlando, Florida, is Smash the Record 2015. Okay. Which uh, was a Super Smash Brothers speedrun charity event benefiting St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Nice. They're trying to raise $50,000. That will be streamed on twitch.tv slash vgbootcamp. Awesome. They'll be playing Super Smash Brothers 64, I'm, I'm assuming. Right. Uh, Melee and Wii U. So you can check that out at smashtherecord.com. Also, Combo Clash Japan, which is the Killer Instinct World Cup qualifier at Akihabara Square Building in Tokyo. Yeah. So this is so if you if you guys remember there is a kind of KI Cup that they're trying to do. The final event will be played in January 2016. And so apparently this is the Japanese qualifier That's to awesome. get a spot to fly out to play that event. That will be streamed on twitch.tv slash ultra arcade. Super cool and I remember talking to a lot of the guys at Evo and stuff. They said that the J Japanese player just had like crazy tech that they hadn't seen before. Yeah. Like in KI, they were just like they would just come up with like the craziest setups okay. and stuff like that. So 
Definitely check that out. It should be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And don't and the Japanese players made it really far in that it's tournament too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't want it's anyone. To, I don't want anyone to think like, eh, Japan KI is going to be bad. You <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, cool. Also, Master Cup Eight Korean qualifier uh, is a five-on-five five Tekken Seven qualifier at the Green Game Land Arcade in Seoul, Korea. So right. organized by Twitch and Master Cup. Nice. So that's going to be streamed on Twitch.tv slash Green Tekken. In Korea, again, that's going to be, um, time difference obviously going to make it a little harder, but uh, definitely check that out if you're a fan of Tekken. Yeah. Uh, right here in Southern California at CSU Long Beach, California State University Long Beach, they're having a fight for a cause, or maybe fright for a cause is really what it is. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah okay. It's um, close to Halloween. But they're going to have an event there with all sorts of fighting games. And a whole bunch of uh, eSports games, I guess I can call them. Uh, USF4, Melee, Wii, Smash Wii U, P4AU, Guilty Gear Xer, BBC, PEX, UMVC3, MKX are all going to be there. Nice. They're all gonna, also going to be playing some Heroes of the Storm, which apparently we've commentated now. Uh, Hearthstone, right. League of Legends, and Counter-Strike as well. So it uh, looks like the mainstream for fighting games is going to be twitch.tv slash Joshua. Oh, cool. So shout-outs to him. He's been traveling all over the place yeah. doing a lot of streams. CEO also even gave him a little award for oh, that's cool. contribution. Uh, League of Legends will be streamed on twitch.tv slash C-S-U-L-B eSports. Counter-Strike will be switched, uh, streamed on twitch.tv slash Senpai Notice Us. Nice. And uh, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U doubles will be on twitch.tv slash 2G Gaming. Okay. <laughs> Senpai Notice Us. And also, this weekend is going to be Topanga A-League Round 4, 5, and 6, if I, if I recall correctly. Topanga 4 will be on Friday, yeah. uh, Saturday will be Round 5, and then Sunday will be Round 6. As far as the Heroes of the Storm thing goes, apparently somebody put our commentary over, you know, a Heroes of the Storm replay. Like a highlight reel. Yeah, yeah. like it was, a, I don't think it was a serious thing. Well, basically cool. he said that it was, a it was a trade kill. Yeah. So they took our commentary from a double KO yeah. and put it on top of it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny too, so. Seemed appropriate. Yep. But uh, as for events that are still yet to come, not this coming weekend, NEC 16 is going to get a $10,000 pot bonus for Mortal Kombat X. Wow, okay. So that is a lot of money. That is a lot of money. A lot of money to win, and yes. Warner Brothers still putting a lot of money into those pots. That's so awesome. Shout outs to them. That is December 11th through 13th. If they can just fix the PC version. But I am um, uh, also. The PC, I think, is mostly fixed. Is it fixed now? Yeah, okay. It just took forever. Yeah, but speaking of Mortal Kombat X, oh, ESL yeah. is coming back. With more Mortal Kombat X in November with a $100,000 prize pool. If you remember, Sonic Fox took the previous one and then took Evo in a month's time. Yes. And basically became a six-figure human like yep. in the span of a month yep. playing Mortal Kombat X. And I'm sure he's going to try and again. And he went to his senior year of high school. <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's true. Yeah, it, it's cool. I'm glad that they're doing it again. They're, you know, this game is still being supported. They actually just tweeted a picture of four new characters, but it's like uh, yeah, blacked out, right. so you can't really see them, obviously. But uh, there are more characters that will happen, and it's good stuff. It's cool. Sonic Fox already won the preseason tournament. 
Someone said six-figure human, LOL. Dude, I couldn't think of how to phrase it. Yeah, that was kind of weird, but... Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can't get them all right. <laughs> all right. You're going to make mistakes every once in a while on commentary. There you go. Yep. Uh, also, um, just a tournament that I always think is really cool. Uh, a Colorado group uh, called Focus Attack right. always do a Donate Cans charity tournament. Um, they're coming back. Focus Attack, Donate Cans um, is coming up. So FADC is coming up on November 7th uh, in, in Colorado. So that should be really cool. Um, uh, it's, it's run by the Strike First Colorado group. I don't know where they're. It's probably gonna. They're. It's probably gonna be them streaming it. So, but uh, we'll definitely talk about it a little bit more once it comes back around. Once we get close to the date. So. Well, one thing that we didn't go over that I would like to go over is uh -huh. uh, True Challengers Costa Rica. Oh, did I miss that? Yeah, that's coming up on Sunday. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, a, it's Street Fighter Four Capcom Pro Tour ranking event, okay. and I know that there are good players from the U.S. Yes, okay, I did hear about that. Yes, uh, yeah. PR Rog is going there. Strider is going there. I believe, actually, let's see. Yeah, Ace King Offsuit says that Itazan is going. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Yes, I heard about that. Okay, okay, okay. So that's okay. pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I don't know too much about that scene either, but I would love to know more. Twitch.tv slash true underscore challengers is the stream. Again, that'll be on Sunday. Okay. Uh, coming up in two weeks on Halloween weekend, unfortunately it coincides with Canada Cup, but it's going to be the Yumicon event. And so we've obviously talked about, um, you know, Kinder Party, SBK, Persia, doing a lot of really awesome stuff with the Marvel Essentials and the Marvel Live and all the stuff. had a show earlier stuff. tonight. Yeah. Chris G was the guest. Mm -hmm. I listened to it. Okay. Uh, they, they've been doing a lot of great things for Marvel. Yeah. And what they're actually going to be doing at Yumicon is they're going to be doing a live Marvel Live after the tournament is over and kind of doing a recap. So they're going to do a post-show for Marvel over there. What a good idea. <laughs> what a good idea. In any case, that's, that's really cool. And, and while I'm talking about this, I do want to kind of give a shout-out to Persia. Uh, she had a great little interview on SRK by Jason Yang. So if you get a chance, check that out on Shoryuken.com. It was posted up just today, so you should be able to find it on one of the first, at least first page or second page. But uh, Persia, aka Samantha Hancock, talks about Marvel and just like having a you know a nine to five job and all these things and what her goals are for the community and stuff like that. It's really great stuff. Really, really, really happy. Samantha, so she's doing a lot of great things for the Marvel scene. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, um, so there's a Tekken prodigy. I don't remember how old he is. He's super, super young. What? But um, there's this kid who's like super good at the game. Okay. But apparently for the Tekken 7 World Championships, they're just going to invite him out there and fly him out Where is there. he from? Uh, he is from, let's see if they say here. They don't have any words. So somebody in the stream who's obviously more familiar with the Tekken scene hopefully can help us out. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, there was another event that happened this last weekend that we forgot to talk about, which was the New York Tekken Qualifiers. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're and, right. and guess what? Guess who won? I know who won. 
Ultra Chen TV correspondent Bloodhawk. That's true. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is AK. AK. Oh, it's from the Philippines. AK from the Philippines. Oh, sick. Okay. That. But yes, Bloodhawk won. I saw it. The New York yep. uh, qualifier, so he will be heading to the Tekken World Championships as well. Unfortunately, it wasn't able to be streamed. I guess there was some issue with the venue yeah. internet, but it was then uploaded on YouTube. And uh, I thought I thought Spooky also streamed it on Monday as yeah, well. Yeah, he right? did. He so, did. Yeah. But I saw I saw it on YouTube uh, later. So. Okay. Okay. That's cool. cool. But yeah, uh, AK, uh, AKA Alexander L Lavarez. Uh, is invited to the Tekken 7 World Championships. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. He looks young. Yep. And uh, as for game news, obviously, uh, it was supposed to start tomorrow, but apparently started today. Yeah, the Street Fighter V beta was up earlier tonight. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I played it on this channel for just a little bit. I only had about 10, 15 minutes with the game. Okay, but okay. It was just Vega and Mika, only two characters mm -hmm. available. Okay, okay. I don't think it's supposed to be up yet. I'm not even sure if it still is. Yeah, so. I mean, it's supposed to start tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, But that is going on this whole weekend. I think both of us are going to try streaming a lot of Street Fighter V this weekend. So um, not only follow Ultra Chen TV, but follow Jay Chenzor on Twitch.tv as well as Ultra David on Twitch.tv. Because whichever one of us is playing on Ultra Chen TV, the other of us will play on the other channel. So we'll, we'll try to play a lot this weekend as much as we can. We've got a lot of stuff to do, but you know we'll see what we can manage. Right. Um, also, uh, if you do manage to get into the beta, and I think this would be a good time to do our beta key giveaway. Right. Did we tweet about that beforehand? I did. I nice. tweeted about that. So, um, but if you do manage to get into the beta, you will also get all the Halloween costumes. Some of which are terrible, some of which are... Really? It's like, it comes with it? I think if you just get into the beta, then, like, somehow they tie your account to it, and then you can... So it's only PS4, I think, for the costumes. So, like, now I have... I have the costumes? Uh, or I will on October Maybe you 27th. will. I think you will. So let, let, let's let's take I'm, a I'm confused. Yeah, so, some of these costumes are are cool. Players who log into the second Street Fighter V beta will receive these horror-themed outfits on October 28th, but they will also be available for purchase on the same day. There you go. There you go. Yep. Okay. So some of them are cool, right? Some of these costumes. Some of them, uh, dude, the DJ one and the Balrog one. Clearly those are not like, cool. Oh, come on. Those are not cool. Yeah, but some of them are actually kind of neat. I actually really like the Rose costume. Which one was the Rose costume? The witch one, where she's like green. Oh, I think I think I thought that was kind of silly. This one here. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. I, I think what they did was they chose a good pose, which is the focus attack, which made it look like a moon. The focus attack is a cool pose, yeah. yeah. yeah so. What do you think about Clown Sagat? Dude, that one's really, like, divisive, isn't it? I love it. You love Clown Sagat. I love Clown Sagat. I like Shinnok Ken. No, Shinnok is Fei Long, isn't it? I don't know. Dude, press forward or whatever. Yeah, Shinnok Ken. Oh, okay, okay. I think that's kind of funny. Um, Goken is, like, dead or something. <laughs> Dan is a pumpkin. You know, there are some funny ones in there. Okay, okay. I really like the Jerry one. Oh, you like the Jester, Jester yes, Jury? I think that's huh? very cool. Okay, okay. I think that's very okay. cool. I like how Akan is like pouring electricity on himself. <laughs> I think that one's kind of funny. Where's Fei Long? was at the bottom. Was oh, on. was he at the bottom? Yeah, he's like some boring thing. Yeah, he's in that one. In this and one here? No, bottom. 
Shoruken? Yeah. No, he's not here. Yeah, he was in there. We no, that's him. Ryu. Really? That's Ryu. The, the, hang on a second. Oh, I guess you're right. I really thought that was Faye. Let me do something really quick. Yeah, we should just put him on stream. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because people are like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of silly. There it is. So there's like dead Goken or something. Right. Uh, there's Pumpkin Dance. Pretty cute. Right. It's from Since the patch. Akuma, yeah. But that's Ryu. Nah, I guess you're right. That's I guess that's fierce. I mean, it says Ryu down yeah, here. Yeah, it does. So. It does. So Fei Long. See, I swear Fei Long was like the, was like the, um, See, he looked like oh, Shinnok to isn't me. Isn't that Faye? Yeah, that's Faye right that's there. That's Faye Long, right, yeah. Okay, he kind of looks like Shinnok a little bit. I love Wooden Dawson. Oh, is that what he's supposed... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Wooden okay. Dawson is pretty great. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. And here, I'll, I'll bring in uh, Witch, Ro Witch Rose here. There's there Witch go. Rose. It's yeah. funny. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's cute or cool or whatever word. Something approved. Right. Now, it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, look, it's QB. She's dressed as QB. She's, she's a killer bee. She's finally a killer, true killer bee outfit. Oh, that's all right. I yeah, that's that's what they did for okay. her. So she's in a killer bee outfit. Got it. Uh, Viper has like a snake for hair or something. Oh, really? Uh, okay, okay. And I guess. Who is that? Sakura, I guess? Yeah, Sakura. Uh, but here's. Yeah, again is death. See, that looks like Shinnok to me. But, uh, I don't know. Wouldn't. Whatever. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. the World War One gas mask guile. It makes me think of like Doctrine Dark guile. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So. All right, and then I like the Cody, uh, but I mostly like his pose. I think. I think they just found a good. Pose yeah, uh -huh. it worked with the zombie. Yeah, uh, and I don't. What I. I don't know, man. He dressed yeah. up as some crap. But There's, you like you like Jester Jury. Yeah, I think that one's nice. You know, again, they found a great pose for it. Yes, you know? they did. Uh -huh. They did. And then who is this? It's Ibuki. a which I guess is supposed to be like a ghost girl or something like that. Okay. Or I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And then there's T Hawk doing some pose, and he has that one's actually kind of interesting. Kind of, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Uh -huh. And then uh, did I call him Doctor Dark? Doctor Dark. Doctor. I think he's a doctor. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, DJ is a Jamaican with maybe some lesions yeah. on his arm I mean, like that's it right he just has lesions on his like that's all it's all he has it's like they literally took the costume that already existed and just put it back yeah like come on guys come on that is so lazy but okay that looks like ghost girl makoto yeah okay that looks more like ghost girl makoto and then you said like pouring electricity I think that he's like cool. he looks like he like a greek god or something like that yeah. like he's zeus yeah he or does. something yeah that is cool uh, blind guy. Okay. I guess uh, like Zatoichi guy or something wow. like that. Wow. Does he have like some tourniquet with? He's got like a crap going on. Stabbed in. in yeah, little stabs. Yeah, stab stabs. 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the Dudley pose. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Kind of looks like Mundo to me from the. Who's on the dance floor? And then we already saw this Ghost one. This is girl. Elf. Yeah. Elf is whatever. Yeah, but elf and yeah, go through the rest. Yeah. Abel. Zangief. Dompe, Zangief, and then Rufus is like an, an ogre, ogre, and then uh, I guess, uh, I mean, that's got to be like some Japanese demon that's or something, like that. Yeah. something uh, like that. Uh, so we have Evil Ryu here, who's dressed like um, some green thing. It's Green Evil Ryu. It's Green Evil Ryu, Jolly Green Evil Ryu, <laughs> Evil Green Giant, or I don't know. Whatever. Okay, and then Yun. Yun. I don't get it. You know what it looks kind of like to me? It almost kind of looks like Monkey King oh, kind of style. Yeah, okay, I can yeah. see that. Uh, Monkey King status or something. And then Yang, I, I don't know. He looks 
the kind of the same, but chess piece? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Oni, hair on, head on fire Oni, I guess. Okay, okay. And then, uh, oh, that one's the four one, because okay. there's 44 characters. Yeah, makes and sense. And then here we go, the new challengers, Zombie Elena, it looks like. Yeah. Zombie Elena. I don't know what the hell the I character is. I think she's like, like a, a butcher. Oh, I guess I that's kind of true, huh? I think it would have been cool if they turned her into like a Silent Hill zombie nurse or something. Oh, like that would that. have been pretty sick. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she doesn't have a bra on. Wow. Suggestive. I didn't even notice that. Ah, oh, whatever. It's, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> okay, uh, Hugo. This is the one I have some problems with. Okay. He's Frankenstein's monster. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Hugo, canonically, is an idiot. Uh -huh. Right in the story. Okay. He's an idiot. He he wants to be a potato. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. his story. That's his background. Right. Frankenstein's monster in the book was very intelligent. Yes. Thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Just wanted a family life. Wanted friends. He just wanted that bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, he did want a bride. In fact, and didn't consider it too much for Victor himself to build a bride for him. I mean, after all, it's the least he could do. He put him into this world, this terrible life he gave him, and well, he also, couldn't even give him a wife. Come but on. he blackmailed him, right? He blackmailed Victor. Victor made pretty much had it all ready to go. Then at the last second, said he couldn't bring another one into the yeah. world and tore it to shreds. He did, and th that's when Frankenstein went on the killing spree of all the people that he loved. I mean, can you imagine? You know, if you're if you're Victor in that situation, do you risk? Building a race of effectively super smart, super strong, right. superhumans uh -huh. who can be put back together at any time if something goes wrong. Who could you might be, yeah, too, exactly, if you yeah. create the wife. You might yeah. be you might be dooming your species. So I mean I sort of get it from his point of view anyway. So there's a lot of interesting questions and I don't like how Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster are always portrayed. There you go. So Hugo the idiot is Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> this one made me laugh, but I mean, it looks like he's like the penguin from Batman. <laughs> I like this one, yeah. Yeah. Top hat status. And uh, Oh, she's the zombie nurse. She's of course, the, yeah, of course. Sense. So they already did have a zombie nurse. Okay, okay. There you go. So zombie nurse boys. Okay, that makes sense. And then I think I skipped the, the Shadowloo pack here. Yeah, because this one is just... Na, 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 na. Yep. What's going on there? So he has like a zip-up shirt? Uh, yeah, he kind of like has a zip-up shirt. Check out his claws. Claws all. Yeah, he's got a crazy claw, but he's got the um, he's got the um, Hannibal Lecter mask on his mouth. Oh yeah, okay. I can't do it as well as, okay. as, yeah. as Anthony Hopkins. Well, yeah. And some fava beans. But yeah, so that's Vega, and then. Um, wow. And then we've got Clown Sagat. I like Clown Sagat. You like Clown Sagat, huh? Yeah. You don't like it, I guess, huh? I don't know. It's hard for me. To, like, if you were going to turn anybody into a clown, I would not have picked Sagat. But maybe that's what kind of makes it so great. Yeah. Because it's not even just a clown, yeah. but he's a killer clown. Like, uh -huh. he's one of those clowns, uh -huh. you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Sagat. Bison. Bison. Well... 
not really sure. I don't know what that's supposed to be. It's like the Ringmaster Bison or something like that. Is he like Dracula Bison, maybe? Dude, that would have been sick if they made him Dracula like, Bison. Like if they made Dracula. him like Dimitri status kind of thing, oh, yeah. with like a cape and everything. He would have well, been. I mean, uh, he has a cape there. Yeah, I guess it's he true. He might have fangs. You can't really see it in yeah. that picture. Well, everyone's calling it Vampire Bison, so vampire, maybe yeah. it is. Yeah. There you go. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, and then of the course, barlog. yeah, and then Dan. That one's pretty fun. I like the Dan. It's, yeah, it's it's amazing. And then Akuma is a demon. Yeah, Artie has a demon. Ryu is the zombie waiter. Yeah, zombie butler Ken. I guess. Yeah, I guess that is a little more Shinnok. It looks just like Shinnok. Yeah, Shinnok status. <laughs> and then Goken is zombie Goken. Zombie Goken, I believe. Dan. Look, Look at that go. little pumpkin. Yep. It's very cute. Well, that's uh, coming out at some point, October 28th, apparently. Anything else going on? Uh, oh, yes, Spabrog. So Spabrog has continued his series of breaking down how to fight against his own character, which is <laughs> yeah. El Fuerte. I know a lot of people don't like playing yeah. against that character, so mm -hmm. he has put, oh. put, took it upon himself to explain how to fight it. Give me one second. This time it is with Cammy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, let do? me do something really quick. Skip this. Alright guys, um, as we said, we are going to give away a couple of Street Fighter V beta codes. You'll get those Halloween costumes, you'll also get to play. I am going to reset the raffle. The raffle has been reset. Okay. What Please type mean? in exclamation mark raffle into your chat. And uh, we will draw names in a little bit after we go over some more stuff. So, so if you do it once, you're good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if you do it two times? If you do it more than once, it doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. So there we go. So here we go. Get yep. Here comes all the raffles. Let's do this. But back to the news. So uh, also for Guilty Gear Exerd Revelator, they had that voting contest. They revealed the results. The winner is Dizzy. I'm gonna cry collusion on this one. Really? Cry a little bit of collusion on this how one. Do, how do you figure? Cause she already has her whole model created. Yeah. So this is like the least amount of work possible. It's convenient. Yeah, it's kind of convenient. But she's also a popular character. Yeah, but you know, I think that they should drop a little lower, like skip she second place. She barely squeaked past Bridget. Yeah, but they should just, yeah, since they kind of came close to tying each other, they should just eliminate them both from the running and put in Sorry. the third place person. Yeah, you mean, Biken. yeah, Holy Order yeah. Soul. Biken, let's put in Biken. So. <laughs> I like I like how a lot of like someone actually tweeted and I was so happy they tweeted this. They're like, all these people are crying about Viking, and you guys are happy that Dizzy made it. Have you fought a lot of Dizzy's? Mm. <laughs> I was like, yep. You might actually want to play Dizzy. Yeah, yeah, I out. can see that. Mm -hmm. I can see mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Okay, and then also um, the uh, Novel Tataki is still continuing his series of learning Guilty Gear in his Guilty Gear Crash Course. So there's an episode three out now, which talks about ground movement. There was also a basic offense and defense episodes as well. Again, check them out. I believe the YouTube channel is just a Novel. So it should be youtube.com. Oh, no, it's Novel Tataki. Yeah, so go to uh, youtube.com and look for Novel Tataki, and you should be able to see all of his videos there for that. So uh, You know what? Trouble 000 says that Apparently the story models are different from the in-game models. 
Really? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax console update is being considered, says the director. So it still has not yet been uh, updated yet okay. so to 2.0. So I don't think it's out in the U.S. right yep. now. So, so hopefully that will still come out. Okay. Also, good news for them's fighting herds. Yes. They have succeeded their crowdfunding and surpassed their $436,000 goal. They are now officially funded. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's closed yet. It might be the last day today or it might have closed yesterday. 25 hours left. They're at 511, so we're working on the stretch goals right now. Okay. So if you want to support them, again, they're doing a lot of cool ideas in that game. So, yep. But if you want to support them, check them out. on Just do a search for Indiegogo and them's fighting herds, and you'll be able to find that. And a couple of last things that I want to mention yeah, is me that uh, we had Black Eye Nemo that we mentioned earlier. Well, he is no longer Black Eye Nemo. He has left. He is now just Nemo. Apparently, he is hoping to go for something bigger. Um, I don't know if he's like trying to go on evil geniuses or. I heard the Red rumors Bull. that he wants Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Who knows? But he'd be a good pickup. Sure. He'd be a good pickup now. So let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. So. Uh, is there anything that in particular you wanted to yeah, mention? Yeah, I just wanted to mention Indivisible. Oh, yes, of course, game. of course. Uh -huh. um, you know, they're on Kickstarter trying to get, or, right? They're on Indiegogo they're, as well. Yeah, that's why yeah, I was yeah, just, uh -huh. yeah. Um, I always think of Kickstarter, like Kickstarter is the verb to me now. Ew, right, right. But yeah, they're on Indiegogo. Um, check it out. I, I highly recommend it. I, I tried it out myself. You know, there's a little game that you can download and play. It's like a preview of it. Okay, okay. And, um, it's cool. I mean, it's a very pretty game, and the gameplay is interesting, and I like it. So I, I funded it myself. But, oh, nice. Know. Okay, okay. Good stuff. Definitely I recommend checking it out. I haven't funded it yet. Cool-looking game. Okay. One other thing that I just wanted to personally talk about, because I think it's just super cool. Uh, they have made an official Hadouken plush. That's official, huh? Yeah, I think so. Right. So, well, it's, it's a Hadouken plush ball from Multiverse Studio. It's a 9 by 12 inch stuffed toy made to look like the iconic projectile. Okay, well, sort of does. Yeah. Sort of looks like maybe like an inside out octopus. But yeah, it's true, it's true. Or like ice cream that's kind of melted a little bit. Oh, that's you know, true, yeah. Stuff like that. But um, I'm not very good with fireballs, so if I got a bunch of those, I'd probably be throwing them at my TVs and stuff like that and damaging stuff. But I want one. I think that's super cool. I want to chuck Hadoukens. I want to chuck some it, plasma it cool. yeah. around the place. I mean, dude, come on. You just know that someone's going to bring it to a fighting game event in that hotel room where everybody is staying in it. They're just going to be going, Hadouken, and throwing that plush at each other all day. Would you buy a football made to look like that? Like a Hadouken, you mean? Yeah, wouldn't that... It'd be kind of, I don't know how they would do that. Cause you just paint it to look like a fireball. And paint like the little hands and then, on and, it. And when you throw it and you, you do the spiral, you can. Mm -hmm. I feel like you can make some cool designs that would like show up uh, more interestingly okay. there. Okay. Anyway, that's not happening. I just was no. talking for no reason. It should be more like a tiger shot, you know. So then you could be like Street Fighter EX when he has the tiger chow. It just like shoots really far. And you go, tiger chow! And throw it really far. Play too much of that, I okay. yeah. <clears throat> um, You know, I, I can't throw a football. 
I cannot throw a football to save my life. No, I have tried. Because the worst thing about it is also is I was born left-handed and I was changed right-handed. Oh, right. So it's really confusing to me which hand I should use to throw a football. Like, I can't get used to it with either hand. It's really weird, so. I I played a lot of football just with friends when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I stopped the second time I broke a bone. (laughs) So it's been a while, but... Um, I told you I feel like I can still throw a football it's not that I can't like I'm not a great like great at it but I can do it so my I think I've told the story before on stream but I played mostly football in elementary school and of course then it was two hand touch right so you didn't want to to hurt anybody and it was also since you couldn't measure the yardage it was just two two completions was a first down so two complete passes past the line of scrimmage was a first down so I was the kid growing up that was never good at sports, always picked last in baseball. But my best friend in elementary school, one Mr. Jesus Gonzalez, who is now a lawyer here in Los Angeles, okay. actually, um, he was an athletic guy. Okay. Don't want to ask how we were friends. Right? Well, yeah. um, but basically the way that we played was he was quarterback, and I was always the guy who hiked the ball to him, right? And yeah. it was two completions to get a first down, right? Yeah. So as soon as I'd hike the ball to him, everyone would run and cover everyone and leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just walk past the line of scrimmage and stand yeah, there. Yeah. And he would look around and be like, oh, no one to pass it to and just hand it to me. Yeah. And we just like won countless games that way. Yeah. Because no one would actually I think, cover I me. I think we banned that. No one would cover me, dude. No I, I forget what the rule was, but I think we had some <laughs> rule like you had to run a certain distance or... You had to hold on to it for a certain no, period of time. No, was that like was. That. I think we had that rule yeah. that it had to be a certain amount of time. So he would look for people, and literally I would just stand there, and nobody would come oh, and like well, attack me. If they're if they're stupid about it, then okay. They, I just wasn't a threat. Like no one, like uh, like I was just not capable of being good at sports. So there you go. So I just stood there. And he would just hand me the ball, and he would run up and catch me and, like, two-hand touch me. But we made it all the way and just, like, touchdown. I, I usually play defense when I when I play football. I mean, I, I didn't play with the league or anything, just with mm-hmm. friends. But I always liked defense more because on defense, you didn't have to practice to be good. You just had to tackle people? No, well, we mostly weren't <laughs> playing tackle. But, like, as long as you can get a read on people and you know, like, where they want to go, it's, like, the same as a fighting game, basically. Like, mm-hmm. if you can get the read on somebody then you'll win. <laughs> so I, I could usually get the read, so I would, like, stop people. Right. But then right, if right. I ever got the ball, like in uh-huh. basketball, if I ever got the ball, that was a problem. Because <laughs> I never practiced dribbling or shooting. Right, right, right. But, yeah, uh-huh. I can stop people. Gotcha, gotcha. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, there was, so, the, the first time that I broke bone was, uh, I exploded my ankle into five pieces. Oh, it was gnarly. Oh. It was gnarly. I went up to... I don't remember either. I went up to catch a pass, and the other guy was he intercepted it, or else I intercepted it. It was something like that. But two of mm-hmm. us were up trying to catch a pass, and my leg landed right in the gopher hole, oh. and then he landed oh. right, right oh. on top of my leg. I have a low oh, pain man. threshold. There, okay. oh. there were people from the opposite side of the school, which was a good couple hundred yards away, who who heard the scream. <laughs> <laughs> I I found out later because I don't really remember. It was, I like my oh. mind blacked it out. Gnarly. Gnarly. Gnarly is a good uh, word. And then uh, I still have a scar and no feeling in that part of my leg. Yeah, it was pretty serious. Uh, and then the second time that I broke a bone, uh, I ended up getting surgery for it. I got a little scar here and a, and a piece of titanium in my wrist. And the, the way it happened was uh, 
I got tackled by a girl. <laughs> and she was a really good football player. She really was. Mm -hmm. And uh, she tackled me, and it was a legit tackle, man. And uh, I didn't go to the hospital right away. It hurt. And I was like, you didn't want the girl to have sent you to the hospital. No, no. I just, <laughs> You're like, I'm good. I'm good. So that's not true. I went to the hospital that day, and the doctor said, "You, it's not broken. Mm -hmm. It's like there's some tendon stuff. It'll get better. Don't worry about it." So months go by, and I keep complaining that my wrist hurts. Months go yeah. by. Holy crap! Yeah, months went by, oh. and uh, I finally convinced my parents to take me back to the doctor. And the doctor <laughs> said oh, it's been broken this whole time. So it wasn't Good like job, a, doctor. It wasn't the big break. It's the tiny little bone. Right. But right. that bone was broken in half. So I had It sounds like the the worst ending to a story ever. And they discovered the bone was broken the whole time. Yeah. The end. Yeah. So Fiend. <laughs> So uh, they they at first put me in this little electromagnetic the doctor's paying for all this because they don't want a lawsuit, right? So, uh, so they gave me like this fa this fancy electromagnetic thing that's supposed to regrow your bone, and they put me in this cast. So I was in a cast for six of the nine months of my junior year, mm -hmm. and I, it's supposed to regrow the bone. It didn't, and so I had to then have surgery on the wrist. So I have a little piece of titanium in there. Wow. So it's been it's been a couple decades since I played football. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I think the worst I ever did was really, really twist my ankle in a game of basketball in uh, junior high. Someone threw a long pass, I tried to catch it, and I yeah. fell on somebody else's foot. Yeah. So I know how painful that can be when I see it happen to basketball players Dude. because I was in pain. Wow. In, in a way, I mean, that's happened to me too. In a way, those are worse than getting breaks because... Oh, they, they just last a really right, long right. time. Like Breaks heal. Yeah, the bone know. itself will heal, but if it's like a tendon issue or a mm -hmm. ligament thing, that can take a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, Whew. Oh, man, my, my experience, I mean, you know, both of my rotator cuffs are tearing. I got a lot of crookedness. Yeah. I'm not well built. My, my uncle had a total hip replacement by the time he was 50, and my mom had joint issues. Look, I, just, I was not made for sports, unfortunately. I but just, I really liked them. I just never wanted to take the risk to find out how well mm. I made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was not... Look, there was that one time... I forgot what the context was. Someone asked, like, who's a bigger geek between you and David? That was like last week, yeah. That was last week, right? Yeah. Dude, obviously, <laughs> I did not play sports. In fact, I was a sports hater for yeah. most of my life. Okay. I was always one of those people that was like, sports are stupid, sports are stupid, because I was the nerd, right? So it wasn't until high school where I just started watching the Lakers, and then I just became like the big, like my brother went to college, and I hung out with my brother all the time. Me and my brother got along superbly well, uh -huh. right? So we would hang out all the time and everything like that. So when he went to college, I was bored, so I would just turn on the TV, and I would always stop on the Lakers, and I would watch it. And like the first year my brother was gone, when he came back for summer vacation, that's when basketball playoffs were starting. And I was like, dude, oh, this team is going up against this team. They've been on the street. This is their like favorite. He's like, what happened? That's funny. Because <laughs> I just watched basketball all year long. That must so, have yeah. been when the Lakers were bad, wasn't it? Yeah. So everyone who says like if I might be a fair weather fan, because I'm yeah. not watching right now because they suck, right? Okay. But dude, I started watching the Lakers during the Randy Fun dark 
ages. Like, like 90s. Like, literally, I watched, and Magic Johnson had to retire because he got AIDS, like, halfway into the season that I watched. And he got replaced by Sedale 3. Exactly. <laughs> that must have been, like, more than 20 years that ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was probably... 91, 22 years ago. 90, 90, 91 or something it's like early that. 90s. Yeah, it's 91. 91 around then, probably. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, Alright. Like there was one thing we missed going... Well, I have to do raffle results now. Oh, yeah, so raffle results. I just want to give everybody a chance to tweet in there. So I'm going to do the first drawing of the raffle. As soon as you see this, please message us right away. I will also message you. And as soon as you acknowledge that you are still in the chat, then we will give you your prize. If you haven't entered yet, right now it's almost closed. Mm -hmm. Do it now. The first person who has won is, Hey, it's Pikachu! So if Hey, is Pikachu is in the stream, Hey, it's Pikachu. And uh, send us a message on Twitch. Or actually, you know what? So make it easier for us, actually. Send us an email. As soon as you respond. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yo, that's me. So, oh, yeah. I see him. Yay. yay. So yay. Send, us, send us an email to ultrachentv at gmail.com, and I will email you your code. Yes. So there you go. So, hey, it's Pikachu. Send us that email. Great job. Great job. So the second code now that we will give out Do it. is going to Kraken or Krakan. K-R-A-K-H-A-N. Krakan. If that's you, you have won a Street Fighter V beta code. Let us know if you're there. There you go. All right, let's see. Let's, oh, there he is. Oh, I Krakan. see him. There, there he go. is. There right. you go. All Congratulations right, Krakan. to Kraken, Krakhan, Send an email to ultrachentv at gmail.com. I'll try to get you the codes tonight. If not, I'll get them to you tomorrow while I'm at work. Okay. I mean, it's starting <laughs> tomorrow. Yep, that's right. So. Tomorrow uh, evening, our time. Yep. Do you, want, cool. do you want to do one more roll just to see who didn't win? Dude, that's kind of... I think that would be fun. That's messed up. That's really messed up, but let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, congratulations. You are not the winner. Years late. Sorry, years late. You're late. <laughs> Dude, that could not have been more perfect. Years late is... Too you didn't late. win. You didn't win. You're years late. You're years late. Wow. <laughs> Dude, if he's in here, he has every right to yell at us, so... There he is! Yeah, there he is! <laughs> uh, wow, that that's, is great. That is amazing, that is amazing. I mean, seriously, we couldn't make this up. I mean, yeah, it there it is! There it is, right there. We can't make this up. <laughs> Shoutouts to years late. I mean, I'm glad he laughed about it. He's a good sport. He's a good sport. So. By the way, nice high five. That had a good sound to it. Yeah, it was, a good it, was sound good, to it. it was a good, yeah. nice crunch on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah for sure. So. Well, uh, again, Street Fighter Five Beta starts officially tomorrow evening, depending on where you are. Mm -hmm. For us, it's evening. Uh, it'll be going throughout the weekend. 
However, we probably won't be streaming that tomorrow. Tomorrow is actually the start of Wednesday Night Fights at the new eSports Arena for VAE, the local Wednesday Night Fights. It's starting again tomorrow. So we're going to try to make it to there. And uh, we'll see if we can jump on commentary. See if we can uh, have some fun there. And it would be good to see all the faces again. It would be. You know? So we're definitely going to try to do that. Yep. Thursday, uh, we'll probably try to stream a little bit. And then on Saturday, Sunday, we'll probably try to do a bunch of streaming as well. So for some Street Fighter Five. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Yes, this is not online. This is uh, offline. Esports Arena. Hopefully all those guys that you knew and loved. Like Velociraptor, Mark Teddy, Chris T, all those guys are going to be back and uh, with a new season, new session of Wednesday Night Hugs, Wednesday Night Fights, <laughs> um, and that should be some good stuff. So, Alright, that'll be on twitch.tv slash level up live, I imagine. Yep. Is that it for tonight? That is it for tonight, and it is very late. But it is late. Yes. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this, and we will catch you all hopefully tomorrow. Alright. Peace out, everybody.